My beautiful people, our next guest is Mark Siviano Jr. Mark is a well-educated man. He has a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. He is currently a substitute school teacher and is one all-around awesome person. I'm excited to have him here on the podcast. Stoked he made it. He has much to say. I love his story. I hope you enjoy. Listen in. Let's go. Let's go podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Mark. Yes. Welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks, Tim. For everyone listening, this is Mark Seviano Jr. We just went over this about three times to make sure I get it right. <laughs> Seviano. Gotta say the junior, man. Exactly. I'm not my dad. <laughs> no. Dude, how you been? <laughs> Pretty good, man. Really good, actually. Yeah, lately. I'm glad you came over, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's really All good to see you. All the way from Whittier. Mm-hmm. That what long drive to Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Got here pretty soon. So oh, it's it was, awesome, it was, dude. It was cool. I have to say I like your hair. Thank you. I like the new style, dude. Thank you, man. Yeah, just uh, got a man perm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice I feel like we curly. have the same hair now. We do. Poodle, poodle, <laughs> poodle style. Top, <laughs> you liked my Instagram story? I was like, yeah, I caught my poodle top. Dude. Yeah. Shave the sides, dude. Keep the top long. Same, same here. It's freaking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man. Um, but yeah, dude. So how long have we known each other now? Since 04. Oh, four. That's, oh, you know what? Yeah. I think I met you. I remember. Now I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother passed in that car accident, right? Right. Because mm-hmm. of Cody mm-hmm. and his brother, which I'm drawing a blank on. Kyle. Cody and Kyle Dawkins, baby. <laughs> yep. That's right. And what was where was that church at that we met? It was off of Florence, I believe. Do you remember the name? I don't remember the name. I don't either. Because I saw some pictures that you posted up. Light and Life or Light, something was, about a light. I well, they changed know. the Light and Life. Oh, before that, Before they were that. something else. Yeah. I can't remember. That's a long but time But hey, ago. man, that was a great year. Well, it was a tough year, but it was good because I met a lot of people. Yeah. Was that the year your brother, or was that? Yeah, January oh, okay. uh, 04. Wow. He, was in that, he passed away in that car accident, yeah. And then wow, I went to that church because he was hanging out with Kyle. Why? Because Kyle was, spoke at his funeral. Oh. And that's when I met him was that week leading up to it. All these years, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So I came in, like, I don't know what, like, what was that, like, April or something? Of yeah, that I year, went and visited like Kyle at the church because he was a youth pastor. Wow. And I wanted to see where, you know, I was just like, I want to see what Luke was involved in. And then yeah. I made these friendships with you guys, man. And here we are now. Yeah, we would hang out, like, every Thursday. Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> that was so much and fun. I had the hospital show. Anyways, um... <laughs> <laughs> that one still hurts. <laughs> Just kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, good old days. I know, man. But that's yeah. It's been so long because now you have a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, life moved on, dude. Yeah. I mean, we are grown men. Yes. Now, and we've experienced a lot, and we have a lot to talk about. So I'm super happy that we're here. <laughs> yeah, I was really excited. I texted you. I'm like, oh shoot, let's do this today, bro. Let's do it. Let's I go. stopped doing my homework. And yeah. just- <laughs> <laughs> I got my workout on, dude, and did all this stuff. But yeah, oh, that's cool, man. I so you are a teacher, mm-hmm. yeah. substitute teacher right now. Substitute um, teacher, gonna get my teaching credential. Hopefully by April, I'll, I'll be done. That's awesome. And then you, of course, want to go into full time, right? Full time. Uh, we'll see how it, how it goes with the pandemic and everything. So I'll probably do some online, maybe some in person. But uh, right now, they're 
like drilling how to do it online yeah. and you know how to do zoom and skype and oh it's what, changed everything you know, right it's totally changed so um which i never thought i would go into teaching and and have to do it online um i'm a people person i love being in person with the students and you know face to face and build relationships that way but um you know if this is what we have to do right now then it's what we have to do so yeah now the zoom this might be a dumb question mm-hmm. i don't have to do it haven't even looked at it but mm-hmm. all your students will be on one screen you can see all their heads right correct yeah their shot whatever face shot or whatever they're, it is they're, yeah their head mm-hmm. okay yeah. and then can you like click on one of the students and it brings them up big yes and the others are still here on the side <laughs> yeah oh, that's yeah. so awesome and it has like the features like you choose it could be like you know three people like up close and then the rest on the side or on the top and you could change it up however you want i actually go on zoom for uh my class right now that i'm in mm-hmm. and uh we'll meet with the professor and do that but dude nine times out of ten there's technical difficulties and they cut it short or it's like oh sorry no one logged in the professor couldn't get in or something and so it's like really crazy right now uh, what a weird time for people to be in school right here's what here's my thing i've said this to people a few times um i just finished my bachelor's finally after 13 years in december congratulations yeah that was dude a long process uh that's why i say kudos mm. to you and everyone i know that got their mm. bachelor's and you have your master's i have my right? master's already What'd you get your master's well. in? in leadership development well let's go dude mm-hmm. next president of the united states <laughs> i'm in dude people are like asking me to like run for things and i'm like i don't know <laughs> i think you do good you're being a good politician yeah it's just it's a dirty world it is it that's is a and whole that's, another world that's the problem so I'm oh like, you're seeing all the stuff right now happen it's like yeah dude, this is if it's I mean, if it's that crazy at the federal level, right. I just wonder what it's like city, oh yeah, city level. What's happening? You know, yeah. I mean, I saw stuff from being a fire, you know, in a small fire department dealing with our union in the city, and some stuff happened behind the scenes there. I can't, dude. It's it's pretty nuts. corrupt all the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. if you're looking to get into politics, man, yeah, I probably probably won't. But, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be but cool, though, I mean, man. it's it's a nice compliment. Then you know, people asking me if I'm gonna go that route and yeah. stuff. It's really nice of them to view me as a leader and and uh, look up to me in that sense and want Absolutely. me to represent them. Oh, well, it somehow. shows you have character. That's so I want you to be. I mean, that's the biggest thing. You want a leader who has character. Yep. Yep, that's true. I mean, the whole time in the master's program to get my master's in leadership development, they they talk about character and grit. Those are the two Mm. main things that you need to uh, have as a leader. Um, You know, grit just when the when it gets hard and and when people talk bad about you or when you have a conflict, you just have to keep going and not give up. You know, that's your grit. And then character, you have to stay true to who you are and know who you are. Yeah. If you don't, then you'll, you know, why are you a leader? You're not a leader. You're a follower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and I, I've seen this in, in my career field too. I mean, guys will promote and get in leadership position and they demand respect. It's like, doesn't Mm-mm. work that way. I'll respect your position, mm-hmm. but you got to earn my respect as a person. Yeah, it's relational. Leadership yeah. is relational. If you don't know who your followers are, if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know just like people and, and how they operate and you're just all about me, 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 it's it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, you have to know your followers and know your audience. So 
Absolutely, man. Yeah, but, so but yeah, I didn't so know it was a master's in uh, there leadership. There is, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'll, I picked that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. my school they keep sending me emails because um, my graduation's in September. It's weird. Oh, because okay. of COVID, I right. got pushed. Nice. But they're hitting me up for masters. Oh, get you. I'm like, dude, that took me 13 <laughs> years. I am good. I don't yeah. even want to go That's anywhere. how I was. I, I waited uh, right after I got my bachelor's degree. I thought I was done for life. I'm like, no more school for me. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I started working at APU and I just, you know, um, there's APU a big being discount. Azusa Pacific University. Let's go. Yep, Very exactly. Good. Shout out to APU. And uh, yeah, basically... Um, they paid for some like a, a big chunk of my tuition, so I thought, hey, you know, I'm in, I'm an employee here, and they're gonna pay for some of my tuition. It's 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 a given. I should go back to school and, and yeah. just get my degree. So I have my degree in in uh, leadership development, and then I'm working towards a second master's in education, and, along with my teaching credential. Look at so, you go, boy! Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You gotta do it, man. You gotta keep striving. Yeah, I love that. that yeah. That's one thing I've always respected about you and a few other friends is you've been through some interesting times and dealing with people talking about you or whatever. Everyone's on their own journey dealing with difficult times, but right. you never, you never let it stop you. I, I just respect that out of <laughs> any male and female because so many people, they listen to the, fr- the people on the outside. Right. Right. Or it's like, you know, no, that's too hard. You can't do this. Or it's like, Oh, that's BS. You're doing this. I mean, remember when you did that, but they start talking bad about you. It's right. like, Right. You know what it comes down to? Um, someone told me this quote by Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of all people, right? Let's but hear it. <laughs> he said, people are entitled to their opinion, but you're also entitled to not give a fuck. <laughs> and I was like, that is so true. Right. Say you don't you have want. to care. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think I think what people do is they get, uh, they get sidetracked and they start to believe that they can't accomplish it or they believe that that they're um you know they just get distracted whatever distraction comes their way Mm -hmm. and with me i've always thought like i have to be working on something whether it be a project Mm -hmm. whether it be uh you know myself my health my career my family i always have to be working on something if i'm not working on anything i feel like what's my purpose you know what am i doing yeah so i think if people have the mindset and all you listeners out there if you guys have the mindset to always be working on something you know you you can never fail you could always just go forward with that so and before you know it you'll look back and you'll say wow i accomplished a lot because you know i just kept going yeah so i mean it's uh, for me where i can relate to that is just my own bachelor's degree yeah i mean i was working full-time or fireman i'm thinking i don't need school and then and then you start realizing like god my parents are right <laughs> Dang, Shit, I need yeah, a, like, a degree. Oh, man, I gotta get a degree. But right, dude, right. if 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 we had available to us when we started going to college back in the early two thousands, what they have now, dude, I would have I would have worked postmates <laughs> something and went to school online and called yeah. it good. Because I'm like, dude, I tell people it's so easy now. It's very I mean, easy. Easy in the sense where you can just do it from home, mm-hmm. which is what I did. I mm-hmm. took a class every eight weeks. That's all I could afford. It was like two grand, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, dude, this is, I can't do a full load. It's too expensive. Right. So I just chipped away. Yeah. And I always, I try to tell friends that who are trying to get in the fire service or reach goals, mm-hmm. it's just a little bit every day. Yeah. Keep chipping away at it. And eventually it happens. And mm-hmm. then you move on to the next thing. So I, yeah. all I have to say, I, 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 that's one thing I've always respected about you. Thanks. Is you Tim. never quit. You never get up. You'd always, you'd be down. You'd mm-hmm. shoot me a text or a call mm-hmm. or I'd see something, mm-hmm. but you'd, you'd let it 
affect you or you go through the emotions for the day and then put right. it away and go on to the next next yeah. thing i mean you're allowed to feel and you're you're human so you're gonna have uh you know emotions and you're gonna go through things and you're gonna experience life um you know ups and downs but the the point is is you keep going and you keep your eyes on whatever you're working towards and and before you know it you'll be like man i i, I did a lot you know and not <laughs> not not to like not the goal isn't to do a lot but the goal is to live on purpose you know yeah. live purposely Intentional. and intentionally work towards things and so yeah. Yeah, for me, it's just, you know, I'm always working on something. So if all you listeners just, you know, what are you working on? You know, yeah. what are you, are you working on? Your mental health, your fitness, your, you know, uh, whatever, your degrees, your mm -hmm. whatever it is. So mm -hmm. let's let's all work on something because isn't there a quote like idle, idled hands find, you know, something that I don't I'm not even going to try to quote <laughs> I know, it. I have a quote. Yeah, it's idle, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, dude, exactly. it's it's true. I mean, I've experienced so, it. It's mm -hmm. one thing that stuck with me with my dad. He was a special forces uh, Green Beret for 20 years. Mm. He always told me, "Stay goal oriented." Yeah. No matter how tough it gets, as much as you fail, have goals. That's what keeps you pushing and keep going and gives you hope. And, Definitely. And keep moving on. I mean, I've had plenty of letdowns. Mm -hmm. I've failed at a lot of stuff. And you know it. I've talked to you about mm -hmm. plenty of it, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even look at your failures as failures. I, I look at your uh, your times of interest and whatever you poured your heart into as accomplishments. Because you, you basically, whatever you tried to do or put your mind to, you did. You know? Yeah. And whether that took off or gave you the result that you thought you would get, um, you still did it, you know? Yeah. And to me, I don't think that's a failure at all. Yeah. So yeah. You, well, you know, it, it took me, I'd say it took all my twenties to learn that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a tough lesson. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's something we've always talked about. I mean, yeah. it's our, our story. Everyone's story is different. We're on the same journey, different paths. We're mm -hmm. going through life and mm -hmm. um, you make good decisions and you make bad decisions <laughs> and you're going to pay for them. But yeah. What are you learning from it? Right. I mean, no one should be holding you to your past, to your whatever it is, your failures you want to call them or things you've done bad at or right. even good. It's like it's a new day. It's a new time. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Keep yeah. pushing forward. Some people ask me, you know, like, oh, when should I start or when should this, you know, when should things change or when should I start looking at things differently? And I'm like, you know what? I always say in the morning, like the next day, that's a perfect time to just start new. Like mm -hmm. every day is a new chance. And, you know, some people start new, like a new year, a new month or, you know, a new season. But I always tell people, you know, the next morning, you know, just wake up and all right, <laughs> I'm going to start today, the, yeah. the next morning. So yeah. that's always a good starting point that I, I tell people, you know, the next morning and they're just like, that's tomorrow or whatever. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we don't know our days, how many days we have here on earth and we don't know our, yes. when we're going to oh, die. Yes. So like we have to live like pretty rapidly, you know, mm -hmm. not where you're paranoid and you're like, Oh, fast, fast, fast. You know, well, it comes but, back to what you said, being intentional. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. have to be intentional and have goals and work towards those goals. And, um, and, and, and do it right away, you know, not to say like, oh, I'll do it in my 30s or oh, mm -hmm. I'll do this when I'm, you know, when I graduate or whatever. It's like, mm -hmm. just just start now, little by little. And like you said, just chug away at it. And before you know it, you'll be done. So. Yeah, there, it's I like how you, you sum that up and put it because mm -hmm. there are people, friends, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, you know, you're 
you're never afraid. You're a go-getter. You skydive. You've been surfing and you mm-hmm. try new things. I'm like, well, dude, I don't want to get to the end of my life and have like regrets or well, I wish I would have done that. Now's yeah. your time to, to try. Give it a shot. Exactly. Go, go for that job you think is impossible. Go for the degree or, you know, the person you have feelings for. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Or whatever it is in your life, because there's a reason that passion is on your heart and on your mind. Exactly. We're all made different and built for something different. We have a purpose. Right. It's up to you to seek it out. Do it. You, and I say, you have nothing to... What's the worst that's going to happen? <laughs> no? You fail? <laughs> yeah. What, are they going to take your birthday away? <laughs> I mean, come on. And then you... Yeah. I say, then you look back and you look at those lessons. Okay, how can I make myself better. Mm-hmm. What can I do to achieve this goal the next time I try this? Yeah. Where did I go wrong? Yeah. And you seek those people who are in that position or you know when it comes to what everyone says you are who you hang out with you are who you I mean it's true. Mm-hmm. I I want to be successful so I'm very careful who I hang out with exactly. and who I tell mm-hmm. my personal life to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I've noticed this but um, for some reason uh People want to see you fail. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. I don't know why, dude. It's Misery like, loves company yeah, type thing. Like, yeah. It's, it's a weird thing, dude. It's, it's weird. And uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say they like actually want to, but they kind of make, whenever people do fail, they feel a little bit better about themselves. Yes. And I think that's what it is. It's not necessarily that they want to see everyone fail, but they get something out of seeing someone fail. Yeah, you know what I mean? I hate that. And it's, it's sad, but what I was going to say about that is um, um, we... Oh, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. You're still beautiful. <laughs> I love your. I wish people could see your hair right now. Thanks. It's kinky. Just just picture uh, <laughs> like an old uh, Justin Timberlake from you know in sync days when it's all curly. The Hispanic version. Hispanic version, Very of course. Good. Mexican represent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But no, I, I okay. I remembered. So basically, I was gonna say is that uh, I don't think people want to see you fail. And I don't think that people, uh, you know, they do, they do kind of feel better if they see you fail. I like that. That's probably a better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they want to like, oh, I hope he fails and stuff. They're just kind of like looking out to see who fails and then they'll kind of feel better about that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. But yeah, I'm happy that you uh, accomplished, you know, so much and and did so much and do so much and you're adventurous and, and I've always admired that about you and. Um, I think people need to, you know, people would argue, whoever's hearing this, they would say, oh, these two guys are talking about doing, you know, go and do what you got to do and have goals and reach those and stuff like that. But but they don't know my life. They don't know my resources. They right. don't know how much money I make. I have to, you know, work 12 hours a day. But what I say to that is where there is a will, there's a way. Amen. And <laughs> what yes. I say to that, number two, is... We have a thing called Google <laughs> that if you want to learn something, yeah. you Google that. YouTube. You Google that. You YouTube that. Yeah, and my, you, yeah. you do yeah. that. You know, my wife, she always wanted to learn piano. Mm-hmm. She's a freaking piano player because of this pandemic. She just, she's just been it. like trying and trying and, and learning it, the chords something and everything. And, and she knows how to play piano now. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, you know that that proves that you, she didn't pay tons of money for a personal piano teacher. Right. You know, she didn't sign up for a piano class. She typed in, you know, how to play the simplest chords on YouTube and learned from there and just built upon it. 
you right. know. So it's right. like everyone, you you don't have excuses. You know, you're not too young, you're not too old, you're not too limited. Basically, if you have access to the internet and you have willpower mm-hmm. and you have access to libraries and books and stuff, you you can do and and be a lot in this world. Absolutely. So, but I I, w- <laughs> I saved probably. Probably over a hundred thousand dollars because of YouTube in my first two homes. Oh, I believe I it. I just watched stuff and rebuilt the home myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get these contractors that come out. You're I get crazy. It. They got. They have to make money, mm-hmm. but they're giving you quote for fifteen grand to do electrical. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, <laughs> money don't grow on trees here, man. Got to be another way. Yeah. So I remember. Yeah. Remember my first house? Mm-hmm. That little with the pool, dude? I, it was I a loved piece it. of junk. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had to rebuild the whole thing. Right. The whole, from the studs up, dude. Mm-hmm. Blew out all the, the windows. The yard, everything oh. inside. The pool had to be rebuilt. Now that I had to pay somebody to do. I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember um, the quote was like 15 grand to do wow. the electrical in the house. And I thought, I don't have that to put into the house. So for, I would say four or five days, mm-hmm. I just kept watching YouTube videos on how to wow. do stuff. And I rewired the whole house. Wow. See? Yeah. You're a like, prime <laughs> example, <laughs> you know, of yeah, just I mean, putting that internet to use. You yeah, know? dude. Yeah. Imagine to, when yeah. they start censoring our internet or like, you I know, taking not. our internet away. I so not, it's like now is the time to learn all you can and do all you can and all you've ever wanted to do while, while we still have it, you know? Yeah. I like how you said you don't have an excuse. <laughs> One thing I hear all the time. Mm. Well, how'd you do this and how'd you do that, right? How'd you get in your career? How'd you get into doing this? You know, and I tell them, okay, well, let's sit down. I'll, I'll tell you everything I did. And I line out all the stuff I had to do. It's a lot. And then they say, that's too hard. And I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, if it was easy, right. everybody would do it. No shit, it's hard, dude. Yeah, it's it's hard work. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm in school right now and i i have two small toddlers like that is hard work you know i wipe my butt and i wipe two <laughs> other people's butts <laughs> imagine that i bathe myself and i bathe two <laughs> other human beings every single day sometimes multiple times a day or as my so. dad would say he's like yeah we had me and my brothers right there's three of us in the house but yeah. say i raised four kids <laughs> My exactly. Mom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I love I, you, my Irene. wife, <laughs> my wife wouldn't go as far to say that, but my mom would say that yeah. about my dad. <laughs> yeah, dude. But it's, yeah, it's you know, there's there's it's all life is hard. There's being a believer in God is hard. Yeah. You know, being a Mexican is hard. Being an American is hard. Being you know, a whatever. Everything's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing is easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the richest people in the world who have servants and maids and money and stuff, they even have hard things. Yeah. So it's like, don't talk about stuff being hard. Right. You know, that you're never going to get away from hard. Yeah. You're going to, yeah. you know, you, you, you have to do what you can. And it's funny because this sparks a, a memory of um, on Twitter, someone was saying, do, would you rather have, um, I think it was, uh, would you rather have success or would you rather have comfort? And mm. I'm like, Ooh, that's, that's a tough question because comfort is where you get lost. Exactly. It's like some people, you know, work so hard to live a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got my house, I got my, you know, snazzy little couch and I got like, I feel good. I'm comfortable, but it's like, 
then some people work hard for success and right. they just want to do, 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 and, and they don't have time to enjoy. So what I responded on Twitter is like, I would want a balance. <laughs> like why yeah. choose one or the other when you can have a balance of success and comfort? Because I think at, the more you're successful, the more comfort you could bring yourself. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I just think it's a mixture of both and you don't have to choose one or the other. No, you know? I can't bring so. it up. I, I there's some, I always look at these quotes. I love them. Or actually, <laughs> they're damn near memes. I'm saying quotes and they're probably pretty much memes. Yeah, but a lot yeah. of them are pretty good. Love memes too. <laughs> and I follow a lot of military guys just because I grew up in that realm with my dad. Mm-hmm. But um, one guy had this flag and it, it has a skull on it. It said, comfort is a slow death. Mm, the mountain is the way. It's good. I was like, dang, that's good. That's and hardcore. It is, but it's always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think to myself, okay, this is hard for a reason. Don't get upset. Mm-hmm. Crit, your, crit your teeth. Yeah. Get through it. The mountain is the way. Because once you climb that hill, that mountain, you get through those tough patches and you reach the mountaintop, I always say it, the view mm-hmm. is amazing. It's like when I go mountain biking. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to mountain bike with me because like, oh, that's hard. And this and that. I'm like, okay, one, yes, because you're trying to get a workout. But two, when you get to the top, mm-hmm. the views are just amazing. It's worth the struggle. Yeah, It's worth the pain, the physical pain to get up there. Because when you get to the top, one, again, it's the, the view. But now you got to go back downhill, and that's fun. Right. <laughs> you right. get to jam downhill. Yeah, that's it's fast. real quick. Yeah, it's always faster going down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but you brought up your faith, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, yeah. we met each other in church. I'll just put this out there for you. Mine has Good. taken an interesting... <laughs> path i don't attend church anymore mm-hmm. there's a lot of things i don't do but i still have my faith and i still nurture it good granted i'm probably a little more wild than most <laughs> but there's still a big part of me that cares about people loves yeah. people and wants to see people do well and um i think there's just a lot when you come like when you're raised in church mm-hmm. and you see it as a kid mm-hmm. like i was yeah you yeah you have to you you we were right yeah you were we both too. were raised yeah, in church both of us uh-huh. and you're raised in this and you see this certain level of you know christian people and all this stuff right but then when you come an adult then some reality hits you a little bit mm-hmm. real and you life. start realizing some of these people some are backstabbers and it's not all mm-hmm. i'm not trying to talk bad about the church or anything like that but um they're human they're human yeah they're human. but some of the worst people i ever met that that backstabbed me and were mm-hmm. absolutely evil mm-hmm. were people who said they're christian and that mm-hmm. threw me for a loop and then when I was going through my divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember that. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I it, it turned me off big time because people who said they were Christian were gone, right. wouldn't answer phone calls, yeah. send me gnarly texts, and then the people that actually cared about me, wanted to see me do okay, and looked after me, mm-hmm. non-believers. So what the heck is that about? Well, some, because I was one of those <laughs> Christians. <laughs> yeah, <who> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not so, all Christians no, are, are no, like that. No, but no. yeah, you know, faith is a, is, a, is a crucial thing that I think everyone should have some type of faith, some form of faith. Um, for me, you know, me and you, we both grew up in church. And um, I'm, I'm happy that I grew up in church, um, but I didn't really comprehend a lot of things until my older life until i i had some life under my belt Mm -hmm. and then i started really comprehending uh what the bible is saying and and why people live certain ways and and things like that so for me i think i've had a you know like anyone who has faith you you have ups and downs you have journeys you have uh, uh just a lot of things that you experience and for me um yeah, I grew up Christian. Um, 
I never really lost my faith. I, I think I kind of questioned my faith, and I think it's good to question healthy. your faith. Yeah, super healthy. At age twenty three, I was like, "All right, God, are you real? Oh, is the Bible real?" And I searched. So a lot of times, people stop at the questions. You know, is God real? Is the Bible real? Is that you know? How could I believe? And it's like they just stop. They're just complaining, asking all these questions. But who actually searches? To see if God's real, to see if the Bible's real, to see if, you know, Christianity is the only way, like they say. So it's like, it's like, stop talking about it and asking these questions when, when you don't really want to know the answer. But if you really want to search and, and see for yourself, then, then do that, yeah. you know, and that will take you on a journey and that will uh, most of the time uh, increase your faith. You know, yeah. so yeah. yeah, there's there's this. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. Um, it's called Case the Case for Christ, and the guy's like, you know, trying to figure out if, if God. It's a movie. Was, yeah, it's a I've, movie. I've yeah. watched that three times. Isn't it good? It's so good. It's so. Yeah, I, I mean, it never gets old for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I I love watching it, and I'm not a big. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't know if like, Christian movie guy or yeah, yeah or religious yeah. person. I mean, I used to, mm. to write songs and do that back in the day, mm. but mm. I watched this. And I'm like, man, that was really good. Yeah. I mean, here's a guy like, Question. this is a normal person who's, mm-hmm. qu- I mean, this is what everyone's dealing with. And that's the thing that I'm saying. I, I'm talking about people actually searching for themselves. Mm-hmm. You're not copying what the celebrity told you. You're not copying what you heard, you know, on, you know, at, at church. You're not copying what your friend told you. You're searching for yourself, right? you know, and I think that's where faith begins to blossom and grow is when you actually search for yourself for yeah. the truth. I think for me, a lot of times growing up and even as an adult, I was basing a lot of my faith off people. Right. And I got screwed by a lot of people and right. that really ruined me for a while. And then I, you know, what was changed for me? Hmm. My accident. Mm. I remember waking up. Your recent, the accident? recent accident. Oh yeah, in January. Oh yeah, <laughs> wow. or April. Yeah, April. Oh okay, this year, twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, wow, because I was filling my life with just everything, wow. work, and things that I would make me feel good or have fun. I was doing it. Wow. And I didn't talk to my family for probably a year and a half. Dang, I love your mom. Really? I know. Yeah. I would she talk to everyone, been... so but like everybody else I wasn't talking to. Mm. And that was me building up things. And we make things a lot worse in our head than they really are. Oh, yeah. That's why it's good to talk about it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or and, just any time. And yeah. um, I was just living my life, doing my thing, and diving into work and just other stuff. And it w- it's crazy how they always say, you know, you said it too. You never know when you're going to die, right? Mm-hmm. I never took it serious. You think you're invincible. You're young fireman yeah. and then of all the stupid crazy shit i do a simple drive to work almost killed me wow i remember driving it was the last heavy rain if my work truck turned sideways that's the last i remembered and i woke up naked in the trauma room <laughs> i was like oh and that's my penis <laughs> thinking, what the? who took my clothes yeah and wow. wow long story short i mean my speech was gone I had really bad, um, they upgraded to, to like head trauma, brain injury. And um, they had me on that protocol. So I was in the hospital. And this is during all the pandemic stuff, right? Just started. Mm-hmm. So no one could visit me. No one could come in. I'm stuck alone in this room. And they blacked it all out. Wow. We have to let your brain rest. You need wow. to be in the dark. 
Yeah, and that sucked. I couldn't look at a phone. You can't look at TV screens because of blue light. And when you're stuck with just yourself and yeah. who you are and your thoughts and you can't even speak and there's no one around, reality hits fast. Mm. And I thought about my life. And then my chief came and he showed me a picture of my truck. It rolled and I think it was like 30 yards or something like that, 35 yards. Wow. And it landed 20 feet short of the riverbed that was full. And he's he showed me a picture and he showed the picture of the car next to her bed. And he's like, Yeah, if you didn't hit this this random pole that was just right in the middle of everything. You could have drowned. He said, Yeah, you would have been her bed. That's it. You'd been done. Wow. And that was a huge reality check because I thought, man, I don't know where I would end up when I died. If mm. I would have died. And I then I thought, how shitty of a person am I that I haven't talked to my family in over a year and a half? And if I would have died in that accident, their last memory of me is what from a year and a half ago being pissed, right? Talk, you know, I angry, talk, angry because of mm-hmm. my life circumstances Stubborn. and divorce. Yeah, it's yeah. just like I, I was upset, and it changed me. And me, I got back to uh, home, and <laughs> I couldn't drive, so I had you know families drive me around. Mm. I, I was I could text, but I could talk, which is the weirdest thing. Am I supposed to be looking at my phone? Yeah, I I, te- I remember texting you during that time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I I squashed it. I went wow. to all my family and said, "This is done." Tell like in a really broken fourth, you know, speech was so messed up. <laughs> done. This is yeah. <laughs> and I told them, "I love you guys. This is done." Yeah, I don't. And good. Come to find out, and they're talking to me. They're like, "Dude, we, we loved you the whole time." Yeah, you know, we, it's, we, uh, like you said, it's in our head. It's yeah, a story it that to we make tell ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it's a story. We have to be careful with the story that we tell ourselves in our heads. Uh, because oftentimes it's not really the mm-hmm. reality that that uh, you know that other people feel or think. Yeah. So we got to be careful, and it's good to verbalize it and just say like, "Hey, you know, this is what I think. You know, is it is it true? You know, how off am I?" And communicate. So that's yeah. good. You communicated to your family. Yeah, and you were able to mend that so now if you do die you know it's not gonna be this well, like and it's, this stubborn guy yeah and it made it's this is the best relationship i have with my family i would yeah. say my entire adult life now yeah yeah mm-hmm. no you, i mean sitting with you right now you just seem more grounded more at ease and yeah it, it's it's good i mean seriously to take a break from the phone tv light like just to monitor what you are around because life is so busy and we're so yes. consumed with everything mm-hmm. going at us, mm-hmm. you know, ads and, av- you know, advertisements, TV, um, social media, everything is just like demanding our attention. Right. And if we just close it out and black it out and just, just focus and, and just sit with ourselves, then, you know, we'll, we'll gain some clarity. And th- yeah. that's kind of what I'm a little bit thankful for this whole lockdown pandemic thing because it really slowed me down and i'm sure it slowed a lot of people down yeah you know and i think we needed to slow down but my thing is like okay it's cool you know the first couple of weeks of the pandemic i was like you know staying up to like two three in the morning watching netflix like on my couch eating whatever getting takeout and just just kind of binging and relaxing and then i was like okay i need to be purposeful about this time 
yeah. because who knows if I'm ever going to get it back True. again. You know, the hopefully things get back to some sort of normal and, and we go on with our lives. But what are we going to do with the time that we were given, you know, during this pandemic? So, um, so yeah, I started building a routine. Um, you know, I try every day to walk on the treadmill and just get some, you know, steps yeah. in and, you know, and read. I read a chapter a day and of the Bible. And sometimes I don't even read it. The, the Bible app, you just press play and some awesome guy reads it for you. And so <laughs> I've just been reading uh, the message version of like all the gospels and it's been super, super good. And yeah, just, just build a routine. I think people kind of, um, you know, they're not disciplined enough to have a routine, you know, and I think a routine really is, it helps you become more successful because, uh, you're, you're, you're slowly working on whatever it is, your spirituality, your health, your fitness, whatever it is, you're, you're slowly working. Well, on it that. all plays together yeah. too. Yeah. I just don't realize your, your mental, physical and spiritual well being all plays together. It does. And when one for me is off, I'm thrown off on everything else. <laughs> really? It, oh yeah, dude. Big time. Like if I don't work out one of the, I have to work out almost every day. Wow. That's just me. I wake up and I got to right. get out and be, that's why I don't have cable anymore. I just want to be outside. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of it's negative now. Yeah, true. Um, but I, I like being outside and doing stuff. I can't be inside all day. Yeah, my kids, my me. kids make me go outside. So <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I just, I don't want to. Yeah, There's like, out. come on, and and so I, I definitely go outside every day. Yeah. So well, you know what? A lot of, I mean, I'll say it on here. No, only a few people know, but um, during the pandemic, after my accident, I was still messed up. I got baptized. Really? My parents' pool. Wow. I called up. It's uh, awesome. There's a guy I work I love with. That. His name is Nate Ariano. Uh-huh. Really, he's a captain. He's a great leader. And he knew I was raised in church, but I was like, ah, I don't care. You know, I don't yeah. need that anymore. <laughs> but he would always leave verses or encouragement on my desk at work since I am work uh, at headquarters. Wow. And I called him up. I'm like, you know what, man? I said, I've never made this decision as an adult. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, I need you to come to my parents house tomorrow morning this could be you me and another friend and i need you to baptize me he he had text that to him he called me right away he's like let's do it wow i'm ready that's amazing and yeah but it was a personal decision for me and i told i said look nate yeah. i'm not becoming a pastor right okay, right right it's not this, this like yeah, yeah it, it's a personal it was a very deep personal choice that i didn't yeah. want blasted on social media wow. it was something that was just dear mm-hmm. for me i was like you know i need to do this it's been yeah. a long road mm-hmm. i need to make this decision for Cleanse. myself big time in it yeah it changed a lot of stuff i'm still wild <laughs> as hell <laughs> doing stuff but um it was a piece of my life it, it helped um it was a cleanse and for me a form of just letting go, letting go yeah. past, letting go. Yeah. And like it is, it's starting a new life. Keeping it in the water and just yeah. coming up just with all that just, you know, washed off of you, your past. Oh, man, I everything. cried like a mess. Yeah. It, it really, yeah. it meant when you have, when you go through some, some life and you have it on your belt and you have some deep pain and regrets and just things in your life that you're living with, you're mm. like, man, I need to get past this. And yeah. I remember thinking there's got to be more to life than just working. Yeah. and doing things and i dove into work because i don't want to deal with anything else now work was taken away mm-hmm. and my speech was gone mm-hmm. now what do you have <laughs> now you need to deal with your life yeah now you need to deal with who you are and the things and i'm like you know there's more to life than success mm-hmm. and money and all this stuff and i remember sitting sitting here at home and i was all messed up and the nurses are coming doing <laughs> uh speech therapy and all this stuff and i thought to myself i was like man what am i doing 
uh, I'm keep striving for more and more and more. I already have this, you know, quote unquote success for myself where I'm right. sitting fine. Right. But it means nothing. When you're dead and you're gone, I thought about it. if I would have died in that accident, it wouldn't have meant anything. Right. It just gets pushed onto somebody else. Yeah. So that's where I, I had a, a shift for me mm-hmm. mentally mm-hmm. and being more purposeful with people and why I like doing the pod, this podcast and talk. I want to know people's story. I want to yeah. know where you came from because like if we talked about early, everyone has a story and something to say and you don't know who you're mm-hmm. going to impact and mm-hmm. what your life's going to be. And yeah. that's why I say like your life, my man, we got to talk because even your faith. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've been through a heck of a journey, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just been so much with me. I mean, all right. So the, the bullet points of my faith and my journey is I grew up in church. Yeah. I think I was what, like two, three, four weeks old. And I was just every Sunday in church. I wasn't really allowed or um, given the access to listen to worldly music or secular music. So, so I didn't get to do that. I grew up with a lot of Crystal Lewis and, uh, you know, hymns. And stuff. People get ready. Jesus is coming. Yeah, exactly. People get ready. Jesus is coming. Soon we'll be going home. Dude, my mom used to rock that, yeah, bro. You know, you know. Whoever's listening, you know. Woo, Crystal Lewis, shout out. <laughs> I hope she's listening. So, yeah, dude. So, grew up with, you know, Crystal Lewis. Um, and really didn't listen to, to um, other types of music. So that and then uh, junior high hit kind of um, was given like my first boombox radio. And then I started listening to other type of music and getting introduced boom to box. all that. I haven't heard that word in right? a long time. Boombox. I don't even think I called it a boombox back then, but just, I don't know. It's fun saying <laughs> boombox. <laughs> Let's all say it. Just kidding. <laughs> so awesome. Boombox. So, uh, yeah, we ended up, uh, I mean, I ended up, uh, you know, in high school and I struggled with my sexuality. So that was huge because in the church, you can't really, you know, back then it was like forbidden to ever talk about oh you're going to hell you know yeah it's oh, like oh pre-metal you, sex you think you're gay you <laughs> yeah. know sexual sins yeah figure out your sexuality you know? like, dude it's like yeah we're gonna leave them behind <laughs> exactly it was, it was very scary very touchy subject so i kind of just had like um kept that to myself and then um yeah college hit started dating um my wife who's um you know she's my wife now we started dating and um uh just kind of had to like deal with that whole like uh secret and like you said uh if you don't talk about things they become huge in your head you know you begin to think like oh my gosh Mm. this is what i'm going through and it's just never gonna end and and uh that's why so many people like commit suicide and things like that because they're not releasing or letting out whatever they're going through you know so for me i i i was you know fortunate to have my girlfriend at the time she she was willing and 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 so amazing in like hearing my story and hearing my deepest secrets and things that have happened to me when I was younger and just everything. And I was able to tell her everything. And I did, I didn't hold back. I just, you know, released everything onto her. And, um, so, you know, once you release anything, you feel good after you feel like, all right, I'm invisible. I can just, you know, go forward and I don't, I'm, I'm good. I, I released it, you know? Yeah. But then you have to deal with it because those feelings come back or, you know, you have to work things out. So I, I, I spent a good amount of time working my my issues out and things like that. And then um, 
And then I wrote a book about it, you know, because I felt like if there's other men and women or young men and young women going through this who maybe are afraid to talk about what they're feeling or what they're going through, maybe I can be some sort of example that like, hey, just let it out, you know. So wrote that book, did the whole book thing for a while. And then um, and then just kind of, you know, always continue. Well, during let me back up a little bit. So when I was before, after I told my girlfriend, you know, what I was going through and, and sexual stuff and whatever, um, we dated, we, we continued to date. And then, um, I started kind of questioning everything. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember I, in the beginning, I told you that I questioned everything and, um, I questioned my faith. I questioned, uh, you know, how I grew up, religion, Christianity. And I think it's really healthy to question that because you get the answers for yourself. You mm-hmm. know, you search mm-hmm. and you find out what you believe. And, and you have to really be honest and open. You can't go in searching, quote unquote, but then you really already made up your mind, mm-hmm. you know, because that doesn't work. So you yeah. have to search and be open to whatever it is that you end up finding out. So for me, um, I had to really fight and, and push aside a pre agenda or like a, a, a a thought that I already made up in my head. And I had to stop that and just be open to whatever it was that I find, I I found. And thankfully I, I, I found that, you know, God and Jesus is, the way that that I believe he's the way the truth and the life and for me it became real and I started believing that and I felt like that was the path I wanted to take and um so I did that ended up marrying the girl and we you know have a family now I've been married for 11 years and 11 years 11 years been married yeah yeah good for you guys man (laughs) yeah so we have two beautiful children and and it's cool but you know, I still would um, struggle with things. I would still struggle with um, how other people are represented within Christianity, within mm-hmm. my faith. Mm-hmm. A lot of turnoffs, you know, a lot of high, you know, high-profiled people that were, you know, supposedly Christian, but then ended up doing this or doing that. And like you said, you were hurt by a lot of leaders and people who called themselves Christian and they were some of the worst people that you've encountered and turned me off dude yeah and and same with me it's like I I just did like you you have this idea of like what would Jesus do or how would Jesus act and then and then people act a certain way and you're like wait that's not what Jesus would do or right. how he would act you know right, right. and so it's just it's just it was a journey and so um so in my faith, just continuing talking about my faith, um, I ended up kind of, uh, you know, just up and down, up and down. I, I, I would believe. And, you know, in hindsight, I think the biggest problem with Christians and, and with me, the biggest problem with me is I always thought that I had to live a holy life and a, and a purposeful life. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, someone just walked in. <laughs> I always thought that, that if I messed up, 
that it was a setback and I, and I must not be worthy or I must not be good at this Christian thing. But it's like, that's not the way to think. You have to always go forward and you are going to mess up. You are going to fall short, but God has already took, taken care of everything. And he's already, um, it says in the Bible that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Mm. So he's not going to try to penalize you or say, Oh, 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 I saw you that you did that and oh i saw that you messed up here and you know you're you're a couple steps behind mark you got to keep going forward and i'm disappointed in you no he's saying i love you yeah this is supposed to be an ease it's supposed to be light it's not supposed to weigh heavy on you and if we just take that scripture my yoke is easy my burden is light if we understand that scripture it will cause us to just continue moving in our faith and mm-hmm. we won't get sidetracked on messing up or being a sinner or falling short or, you know, whatever it may be. And we'll have more time to focus on actually getting to know God more. And it just, it's like a ripple effect. It'll become so much better um, than telling all, like counting all the times you messed up and all the wrongs that you did. And, oh, I failed today. I, I said a cuss word or, oh, I looked at porn today or, oh, I did. And you just always fall back and and, and that's not the way God wants you to live. Yeah. He knows that you're going to mess up. Well, that's what changed me. Um, you know, leading up to this year and that, you know, the accident, I mean, it was the point where I started searching I try. It's like, man, I was sick of people. Mm-hmm. I was just sick of the madness and and what comes along with dealing with humans. People are imperfect. And right. People that just freaking use you or backstab, whatever it is. But when it finally clicked, like, hey, this, you know, this guy, God, God, he's gonna take me exactly as I am, and he mm-hmm. doesn't give a crap about what happened. He just wants to love you. And then having those certain people like you and other people who just love me or love anyone for who they are, it changed me. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. And that's what kind of I'm like, okay, I got to rethink some of these things. You know, I got to rethink my my personal life and what I want to do internally and what's for best for my future. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was a huge change, man. Yeah. For me, um, once I had children, I was able to have a love for them and an understanding for them that I begin to realize like, that's kind of what God has for us. You know, like I would never tell my kids, you know, you messed up and you did that. So I'm not going to love you now, or I'm going to withhold like, you know, there's consequences of course. And there's, you know, you have to discipline your kids, of course, but it doesn't change the fact that I am so madly in love with my kids you and I would do form. anything for my kids. Yeah. That does not change. And I think that's what God meant when he said, you know, I change not. I'm the same yesterday, today and forever. And so I think that's what he meant, that he is not going to waver in like, oh, just because you messed up or just because you're questioning me or just because you're searching. He loves you through all of that. You know, so for me, that was huge. But. So then I had a, a child and my first child, um, he's on the autism spectrum hmm. and that crushed me and put me so far behind in my That'd faith. Be tough for anyone to deal with. Yeah. That's I was, hard. I just didn't know about what autism was and, and I just, it, I was foreign to it. And so I began to dive into researching and, and figuring out what that is. Mm-hmm. 
that it took me away from all the things of God. You know, I just stopped with my faith. I stopped. I, I just put it on the back burner. Like, okay, I've been a Christian pretty much all my life. Now I need to tackle this thing, you know, but, but low key, I was kind of like mad at God. Like, why did you That's okay. have, yeah. me, why do I have a son like this? And, and what's the purpose of this? And, and what did I do to deserve this? You know, and you start, you know, questioning God and, and all that stuff. So my faith really was like definitely put on the back burner. Um, I would definitely was mad at God and, and kind of confused and, and just what is this? Um, and it wasn't until 2020, <laughs> this pandemic yeah. that I, I rekindled my faith and I rekindled my relationship with God. And it was all because of this dream. It was all because of this dream that this woman had that I used to go to church with and she texted me and she's like, Mark, um, can I call you? And I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. What I do this time? <laughs> I know what's going on. I mean, that's short and to the point. So call me go ahead. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah. So she calls me and she's like, I had a dream about you. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And she said that, um, her and I were, um, we were swimming in a river. Okay. She was swimming really gracefully going with the current and I was treading water in place. And I was swimming, but I, was, I wasn't I was going anywhere. I was just swimming my arms, you know, swimming. And I was treading water, pedaling. And I was not going anywhere. And mm. she was like, come on, Mark. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. And there was, um, in the distance, there was like a waterfall. And the waterfall was super deep. And I had no idea where it was going to take me. And she said, come on, the water's going this way. Let's go. Let's go. And I was just like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And I just, I just didn't know what she was saying. And, um, and that was it. That was a dream. And so she called me and she told me this and I knew exactly, you know, what it represented. It represented me at a standstill in my life. And I wasn't letting God just take control and take me to the other side, you know, over the edge, take me over that, that waterfall. Mm -hmm. And so that changed me. And I said, you know, God, I don't want to be treading water and I don't want to be swimming and wasting all my energy, treading water, pedaling my legs, like moving my arms. And I'm not going anywhere. I don't want to be like that. That's silly that's insanity doing the same thing over and over again expecting to go somewhere right so i ended up saying god i'm going to let the water take me (laughs) and fall over that edge and wherever whatever pond or lake or whatever i wherever i land i know it's going to be a better place Mm. i i know that much yeah and so um i started just talking to god again and reading and praying and, and just like going with the flow and not like doing my own thing that i think is right mm-hmm. you know so that's really what put me in the position of where i am today where i'm not perfect i still mess up i still struggle with things but my faith is going in the direction and your faith too tim is going in the direction where i think we're no longer just treading yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> we're, it's we're, interesting you say the dream i mm-hmm. I never been one to really 
I was raised in a Pentecostal church, okay? Mm-hmm. I, used, I call them pew hoppers. <laughs> right? They're up there jumping pews and there's someone in the back waving a flag. And yeah, I grew up like that too. Yeah, I love it. Speaking I loved in it. tongues, I'm yeah. like, this is nuts, man. But yeah, I never really alive. believed in a lot of like dreams and all this stuff. But mm. um, uh, in January, I think it was around January, December, um, I don't really dream often. And actually, I've, I've only told this to my mom, but I, I kept having this reoccurring dream for two months. And I was in an orchard mm-hmm. and I was trying to move to the middle of the, or, you know, you can see down an orchard, there's trees on both sides, like apple trees or whatever it may mm-hmm. be. And at the end, it was my brother, Luke. I could tell it was him. I could hear his voice saying, come on. He's waving like this. Wow. And I was trying to get to the orchard, but the more I, I kept moving, the more I kept sinking. Mm. And I could, and, I, and every, it was the same damn dream every night for about two months. Gnarly, right? Accident happens, all this stuff out, you know, and then I changed a few things. I was like, you know, I need to, I need to get back. You know, I got baptized to all this. And then I had a dream where I walked through the orchard and I saw Luke face to face. Wow. And he's, and I remember his, his clearest day. He just said, ah, you made it. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> and we hugged. And then I woke up. That's that was amazing. It. Yeah. And I, I, I really careful who I, I mean, I'm surprised he even said this on here, but that, um, yeah. For me, that dream was significant. It meant something. And no. I'm not big on that stuff, dude. I really am not. And it, to me, I'm like, okay, this is, I don't know how to interpret this talk. I remember talking to my mom about it and she's like, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, takes one to know one, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I, I was in a river and I was not going, I was sinking in that river and not going anywhere. And yeah. you were sinking in that orchard and not going anywhere. Yeah. And so- there was a destination waiting for us. And yeah. it was up to us to actually move forward and get rid of our lame thinking and our lame way. The way we were going wasn't working for us. Hell no. Me researching what autism is, it only did so much. Yeah. You know, me, you know, not really caring too much about Christianity anymore only did so much, you know, didn't really move me forward in the direction that I wanted it to. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that personal dream. Yeah, You know, in the Bible, it's funny because it says that in the last days, people will dream dreams and have visions, Yeah. you know, and I think that, that it's no coincidence that that lady had a dream specifically for me and you had that reoccurring dream specifically for you. It was gnarly for me, dude. I've never had that. I I mean, we have to listen to our dreams. It was almost damn near every night. I was having the same dream. I'm like, man, how do I get through this orchard? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? And then right? you know, life it's, circumstances thing happens. It slows you down. It's like I need to rearrange some things and personally deal with my own faith. I don't give a crap what anyone says or thinks. Like this yeah. is for me. I yeah. Like I had to be blunt. I was like, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. Like I'm doing this for me, man. Yeah. And it's not like we arrived. Like oh, you arrived to your your brother Luke, and I arrived to that other side of the the. Um, waterfall it's not that we arrived but it's that we are going in the direction that we are supposed like we're flowing now we're what you're walking that orchard now and and i'm swimming in that direction you know and 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 i think that's all that that faith can do for us is allow us to move and not be at a standstill right a lot of people are angry at a standstill or hurt or just think that they made up their mind and they're just standing still and it's like it's it's 2020 man you gotta start moving forward towards that, well, that vision and like we're getting young we're both in our mid-30s yeah and yeah you know it's one of those things where for me it was just letting go yeah just let go man yeah just let go and just mm-hmm. start me too. 
let go of your past and your life and move. Yeah. there's too much to be had in life too many experiences and meeting people and i mean i can't tell you from surfing to skydiving to people i work with to you know helping people write scripts all this stuff i mean i'm just meeting so many new people and everyone has their own story but one thing i i love is is when you talk with them it's like man you're so open yeah i'm like well yeah I'm, your life's your life. I mean, you're going to make mistakes and do good, but I'm still going to be your friend. Right. You know, and a lot right. of people don't, I'm surprised at how many people actually don't have that. You're right. It's conditional. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of people in this world presently live off of conditions. Yeah. You know, if you don't screw me over, if you treat me right, if you look this way, if you hang out with this, if you keep up with Instagram, cool, we'll be friends, you know, but it's all conditional. Unconditional is what, you know, God preaches and what the Bible tells us to live like unconditionally. We have to love people and be there for people with no conditions. You don't have to do the same thing for me. You don't have to be a certain way. I love you no matter what. I love you because, you know, God loves you. I love you because, you know, I, I care. Yeah. I genuinely care. And I know that you and I have had a friendship where, it's just that we care about each other and we're not going to go anywhere. You know, it's not, I don't imagine unknowing you or stop knowing you. I, I imagine knowing you forever, you yeah. know, because yeah. it's unconditional. Absolutely. Yeah. So. There's, there's, I brought my friend circle down real tight. Yeah. <laughs> I, That's good. I mean, we to, all need man. to do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, keep, you, the ones you know are going to be your ride or die. Keep them close. Yeah. I've been no trying to get a new word for friend because I'm so quick to say like, oh, my friend and oh, my friend texted me this and oh, my friend did this and my friend wants to hang out. But it's like, are they really my right. friend? Right. Maybe I could say, oh, you know, I don't know. It's so hard because it's like. I don't want to say acquaintance because most of the time they're not, but I would just be careful when saying friend to everyone. What, I don't know. Listeners, what's, what's a different word that you could use <laughs> other than friend? Like, oh, my, my, uh, well, realities, it's almost like acquaintances. Know. I mean, uh, kind of, I, mean, I think that's careful too- who I say friend. I'm like, oh, I know this guy. Yeah. Like, oh, my coworker yeah, wants to I'll hang say out. Coworker, or, I know this guy. Oh, this guy that. from social media wants to hang out right. or, you know, you, there's ways to, to do it, but we, we, we do have to be careful and calling everyone friend and stuff because the reality is a lot of people aren't our friends who we think are our friends and um yeah i'm glad you made that circle tighter and uh it it protects you you know dude totally it protects you from 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 just bad stuff happening like backstabbing or people trying to bring you down and stuff so yeah well you tell somebody something that you think you know it's personal it keeps between us Right. And next you know you're getting text based and calls like Yeah. Well, how the hell did you know that? Like I bro, yeah. I told you, oh well, you know, it's like okay, bye. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the trust goes. Right. You know, the trust disappears when yeah. that happens. And but I think, you know, just to keep this conversation balanced, I think there are so many good people though oh, hell that yeah. we've met and that we've connected with and that are that are living um as really good examples of, of how it is to be a good friend and mm-hmm. be someone who's a good brother and a good uh, person just to have around, you know, a good oh, brother, dude. good sister. And, and so for me, I'm thankful for all the, you know, I've had so many fallouts in my friendships that I'm thankful for the ones who are still around. And I'm thankful for the ones who, uh, still care for me no matter what, you yeah. know, I'm thankful for you. It's it's good. It's, it's good. Uh, for me, I think this pandemic and everything has given me time to reflect and I've been reflecting on, 
you know, who, who's the real deal out there? Who's, yeah. who's really for me? Yeah. And who's against me? Yeah. You know, cause literally you're one or the other. You're not in the middle. You're either for me. You're about my life, my relationship, my kids, my happiness, or you're not. You know, there's no in between like, oh, I'm kind I kind of like Mark's life, but I don't like his political views or I kind of like Mark, but I don't know if you really know me and you like me, you understand all the aspects of my life. And if you don't understand my political view, you ask me (laughs) and then you begin to become open about what I have to say. So, yeah, I think a lot of that there I say it's, uh, you know this day and age now it's it's a bummer that you know you can't talk to somebody about what they believe their political views sexuality without it if you're not forming them you know you're evil it's like no we can have different beliefs and still be friends it doesn't bother me right but now what we're seeing is uh, it's like i hate getting the politics but you see it's like well they're democrat they're republican if you're not democrat you're not we hate you if you're not republican (laughs) we hate you it's like well what happened to the days where we can I remember debate class, you debate, right? You talk about it, you hear the facts, you hear from where they came from. You're open. How they were raised. Everyone's raised different. Everyone mm-hmm. comes from a different background. Mm-hmm. Why can't we talk about it? Yeah. Agree to agree or agree to disagree and move on. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And you know, the problem with that, I think, is there's always these labels. Like, I am lesbian, a label. Mm-hmm. I am Democrat, label. Mm-hmm. I am black label you know Mm -hmm. all these things i am white label like all of these labels that in reality we are a little bit of everything i don't if i vote republican it doesn't mean i'm fully republican and i believe every single thing that republicans believe it means that i agreed with most of it if i say that i'm straight it doesn't mean like oh i'm you know against gays or fully against all other types of sexualities no it means that i relate mostly to this you know it's like all of everything it's like like you relate mostly to it's never like a hundred percent so for people to a hundred percent be against you because of your interests it's like dude wake up no one's a hundred percent into you know everything you you have a little bit of here the only thing i'm a hundred percent is human and the only (laughs) thing i'm a hundred percent sure is that i believe in god yeah you know those are the two things that i'm only a hundred percent about everything else it fluctuates so you can't judge me off of things that are i'm open to or things that i are partially of you know or partially believe in right you know but it's so quick like if you label it's like well i already know everything about you i know how you think i know how you vote i know what you're into and it's like well slow down there to you know you have to know someone and that's where relationship comes into practice Mm -hmm. once you have a relationship with someone who is gay who is black who is white who is christian who is buddhist who is chinese whatever once you have a relationship with them Mm -hmm. it changes everything yeah i had this conversation with um another friend of mine and it did get heated at first it got weird you could tell he was real (laughs) because the whole black lives matter right and we start talking about mike yeah i I support it they have all the right to 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 protest all they want well they're robbing stores and i'm like no 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 (laughs) those are people hijacking what black lives matter are doing and taking advantage Mm -hmm. and protesting that's a good word i love that yeah i'm like they were hijacking yeah totally a, a opportunity yes it's there's full opportunists i'm like you're Mm -hmm. you're seeing this in a whole different light right now like you got to understand 
here's why this is happening. Yeah. Because of what's happening in our country and the systemic thing that, you know, it's going on. For years. Yeah, a long time. And they're like, and I said, look, man, I'm half black and white. Mm -hmm. You know, I've dealt with some of this, some part of my life sometime, but not as most as some people who are full black who deal with it all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yes, they need to be heard. Uh, Let them protest. I agree. But you can't judge these people who are doing this white, black, Hispanic, whatever, who believe in this just because other people are taking over and doing something wrong and destroying businesses. Hijacking it. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, exactly. Just, and so there's this weird mm-hmm. thing going on. Oh, no, BLM, they're terrible. Like, no. <laughs> like, you, let's, let's get educated. Mm-hmm. Let's break this down for a second. It's like mm-hmm. you said, when you truly find out the facts, mm-hmm. be a fact finder. Look at what's happening. Yeah. Because I told someone else, I'm like, yeah, I... I Support what BLM's doing. They're like, oh my God. Dude, they went off like, this is unbelievable. You're racist. How am I racist? Please. I said, explain to me. They couldn't right. explain it. Right. And, you know, this person's, you know, very right wing. And I'm like, I could call you racist for being Republican. No, that's not. I'm like, well, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you have your beliefs. I have mine. And here's another thing that happens with a uh, family of mine. Mm hmm. Don't ever talk about politics, dude. Don't ever talk about politics with my family, dude. Um, because it was brought up. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like 50% Democrat, 50% Republican. I don't, so I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. kind of, I'm, I'm a part of both. Mm-hmm. Some people hate that. Some people don't. Yeah. I'm like, you guys, I, I believe in a little bit of both. Right, and right. You got one side who's like, oh, homosexual. I'm like, look, dude, people are going to be people. Why are you hammering them so hard for loving who they want to love? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a mess, what dude. Are, yeah, what are, who are we to dictate how people live, how people vote, how people protest, how people, you know, we are we are in charge of our own mind and our own actions. Right. And that's all we should be worried about. Right. We should just worry about what we got to do, what we have to our own convictions, our own goals, our own pursuit. We have to worry about that. And yes, Everyone else's pursuit affects your pursuit as well. But what are you doing about it? What strategic, intelligent thing are you doing about it? Right. I don't think it's strategic or intelligent to blast someone else who doesn't believe, you know, on social media, you know, write posts on Facebook or whatever. I don't think that's a real effective or intelligent um, b- way to go about it. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying don't post on social media, but I'm I'm just saying like, what are you doing? Uh, what type of real action are you taking? Right. And I think signing petitions and working, you know, writing letters to our governors and our senates and our you know legislation. I think they that is a way to spark change, you know. And I think that's the route we have to take, you know, taking that time to write a letter. I. You know, I was very upset with Vanessa Guillen, how she was a, a military soldier and she, you know, Dude, got that is murdered. So and stinking tragic. tragic. And no, it seemed like no one gave a crap. I'm like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on here, you guys? And it to me, whether you believe in our military or not, they're serving our our country for our freedoms. We gotta I take care of the them. We yeah. gotta respect them. So and why did that honor them? girl fall to the wayside and no one cared? Yeah. Oh, too. What is going yeah, on? Investigation here? was super slow. They blame coronavirus and uh, you know all these things. But my point with that is that I wanted to do something. Yeah. I wanted to maybe boycott wearing camouflage or yeah. boycott the the military. 
And so I was wrestling with this. What, sh- what can I do? Because I feel so helpless. What can I do? Right. I wrote to her attorney. No shit. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I said, you know what? I'm going straight to the source. Heck yeah. I'm going to Vanessa's attorney. Very I'm, good. I'm, I looked up her email on Instagram. Boom. Sent her an email. I said, you know what? I am angry about this situation. I feel helpless. I'm deeply saddened that so many soldiers are sexually harassed and go missing. Right. And some bodies are never recovered. Right. And so... I don't know what to do. I want to protest maybe wearing camouflage. I want to protest some sort of like against the military. And she wrote back. That's awesome. Literally like minutes later, she wrote back to me. It was at night. So I I imagine she was like, like, oh, tomorrow or something. You know, like, yeah. 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 So she wrote back to me and she said, you know what? I, 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 I love your heart. I love how passionate you sound. Um, But I wouldn't we're not against the military. We're against the system within the military. Oh, that's good. And that just really put things into perspective because it's like they have a weird reporting system. Whenever someone reports assaults or, or sexual misconduct, whatever, they have a system that is not working right now. So Mm. that's what we're trying to change. We're not trying to be against the army or whatever. So, so that really helped. And, and I, I want listeners and people to know that there's smart ways to go about it. I respect that you did that. You got to do it. And so I'm not going to protest, you know, I'm not going to go forward with this, like, you know, don't wear camouflage and don't wear, you know, camo. I'm not going to do that because she taught me that, hey, you know, we are actually for the military. We just don't like their systems in place. Yeah. You know, so I think we as a society and as just common citizens need to do a better job in reaching the source and and reaching out to powerful people who are attorneys and judges mm-hmm. and leaders and presidents and 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 voice our concerns. And you'll be surprised who listens. You know, you get a, you'll be surprised. You, you, now, was this over social media that you sent her message, like on Instagram, on, or did you email her on her Instagram? Um, so I did both. I I sent her a DM, did not reply. On her Instagram, now. I um, it said her email. You, there's a thing you could click, and it says email. And I just shot her an email through my Gmail account, and she wrote back, and it was it was awesome. awesome. And then I said, you know what? I'm not going to move forward with this, you know, protesting camouflage. Thank you so much for being open with me and, 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 and writing back and responding. And she even wrote back to that email and she was like, you're welcome. Have a great night. You know, it was just so cool, cool. that we person. have access mm-hmm. to leaders who are making change more than ever, more, more than, than ever, ever because of social media. And that goes back to what we were saying about like, if you want to learn an instrument or if right. you want to do something, Google it or right. whatever. And so I think we just need to calm down and slow our role and think strategically and reach out to people who are leaders and who are going to spark change you know that's how we can get our voices heard rather than you know i mean we could post all we want to because i don't have a a problem with posts with posting on social media but the problem is is when you stop there and you begin complaining and uh and you just like not doing much you know what a great example did you see the video that girl who worked for some she was an intern for some news agency and she took a picture holding a drill she had the guy was boarding up the windows when people were riding. yes i did and see she that. lost her job but it's stuff like that that makes me mad she uh, just posed right to but how act many like she was helping that? yeah they're a posers people do that yeah posers stop it <laughs> i'm gonna post and this is how i'm gonna deal with social right, injustice right right it's like no you, you need to 
do, do something, dude. Mm-hmm. Make contact. Send that email. There. Write to them. Yeah, yes. like show up to that. You know, Boy, do... she paid a dear price for that. Yeah, one, dude. yeah. <laughs> well, well, nowadays laid. all the Karens are being exposed. All the oh, like great. fake posers. <laughs> like everyone's being exposed, and <laughs> I love that this is the year of exposure. Oh. Like just all the pedophiles are being exposed. All the celebrities yeah. are being. All the oh, satanic okay. people are. Now being you exposed. say that, dude. Dude, <laughs> let's expose everyone and everything. Let's, let's flip it upside down. That's why I love that. It's Trump, happening. I Trump, think it's happening. Like, sorry to get political, but Trump is like very obnoxious sometimes and he's very arrogant and he says some far out things. But I love that he's shaking up the system. And well, you got shaking, an outsider. He's just yeah. flipping over tables and being like, no, like, I don't believe that. Fake news, blah, right. blah, blah, calling things out. Right. And it's like, let's do it. Let's well, call you know, everything out this year. I didn't vote for the guy, but I'll tell you what. I did. He's, <laughs> he's not... Um, I would say he's not as presidential as our most past presidents, but I'll tell yeah, you what, dude, he, he came in and he fucking shook up the system. You got an outsider, mm-hmm. guy who's never been a politician. Mm-hmm. What's well, going on four years, right? Yeah. Whether people like him or not, whether I like him or not, he's actually got a lot of stuff done. He has. More than people who've been in it, like Pelosi, Biden, 40, 50 years. Right, right. And I'm like... <laughs> Mind-blowing. Yeah, like, and what? I'm looking at the facts. I'm not doing it because it's a party. I'm, I'm looking at what is this person getting done? What are the facts? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like... Well, he's actually doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> he's making moves. Yeah, and he's, he's making and he's he stupid shook, and arrogant, and, and that's why they hate orange, him. Ever. But he's making moves. Well, even Republicans don't yeah, like him. Yeah, because he he's breaking the system exactly, which needs to happen. It it totally in order, you know, for true change to take place, we have to relook and rethink everything. Right. You know, that's what happened back in my faith when I started rethinking. What do I really believe in? Yeah. Is God really real? And I started actually doing the asking those hard questions that's when my faith began to change you know so same with with the public i mean with the um politics like as soon as you rethink how a leader acts or looks or what he's doing behind the scenes or whatever that's when things start begin to to change like you can't you can't change things that you are not willing to address or not willing to overturn you know, like a rock, like like there's a rock on the floor yep. and you turn it over and there's all these like worms and bugs and dirt and stuff. It's like you would have never addressed those bug issues if you didn't flip over that rock. Right. You know, so I think America is being flipped over and we're looking at the pedophiles and the celebrities and the the immigration laws and the um, everything, our military, everything is being looked at and examined and blasted on social media and people are angry and upset and they all have the right to be angry and upset but it's like okay get over that it's real everything is real you know we're in a situation here what next what are we gonna do about it now speaking of the pedophile (laughs) yeah go for it you know i know everything about those things because i've watched the documentaries okay you see my on my social media i always throw epstein didn't kill himself Right. Which what are your? Tell me your thoughts true. on this Jeffrey Epstein thing. Oh man. So yeah, he's a sick guy who had a lot of blackmail on a lot of celebrities, and he has yes. the names. He he. Oh yeah. You know, and and let me clear something up. Just because they went to his island does not necessarily mean that he is a straight or those people are pedophiles. But they did visit his island. They're on the list. Okay. Some of those may, in fact, have participated in pedophilia acts, 
but some of those people on the list may have not. Just like when people come to your house, some of them use the restroom and some of them don't. Some of them spend the night and some of them don't. So let's just get that straight. Very good. Second point that I want to make is that he made his money by blackmailing all these high-end people and they all got scared and they were like, shoot, if he talks, we're all found out. And it's like, you know what? You are going to be found out either in the last days when when God himself judges you right. or now. So whatever, if you want to act like you're free and living a celebrity awesome life you're in prison because you have your own guilt sorry sorry to interrupt you but dude that was a good pour (laughs) it was right (laughs) to the top yeah i'm like man that that was a great pour of my beard dude (laughs) i'm sorry i'm really proud of myself good job Tim. yeah (laughs) so but back to the topic yeah i mean i think epstein it was um sad it's sad and and his that girl who worked with him is it and Gilan? Stuff, Gilan, is that their name? Gilan Maxwell whatever I could she, never say her name right yeah Gilan I mean it's it's just you know Tom Hanks is a pedophile and like all oh, these man. all these people that you've know grown people, to love dude, like, and adored and idolized and it's like you know what they they have all reached points in their fame where they had to make a decision to either do that weird act you know participate in that weird sexual thing or whatever like they all have had opportunities where they reached a point in their life where they did something or saw something and it's like up to them to figure out whether they want to continue with that or not you know so for me i think this is the year of exposure and a lot of people are getting exposed and um it's it it all comes down to just wanting more because you know how pedophiles are born right like you know how it evolves how do you know no go tell me okay so 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 pedophiles now is this is this like research based? this is this is research based okay. and um this is not uh, to, like i'm not trying to hate no you, no but no I'm, yeah i always try to tell you look before you say <laughs> so, is this research based right. or is this your damn opinion no like, i think i think People are barely starting to research this. And mm-hmm. I think people are barely starting to make connections to this, what I'm about to say. Okay. So for me, what I believe a pedophile is and how they have become pedophiles is that they are... Be, there's this thing called porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's accessible and porn gives us pleasure and makes us whatever God, you so can look up anything you can look up I anything mean, but it doesn't start like that right you start off just a guy and a girl or whatever you're into a guy and a guy or whatever you're into you look up that and majority of people let's just be real are either into homosexual um or lesbian or um heterosexual sex most of the time so they start off like that so they're they're looking that up and they're getting off and porn 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 they're looking at it they become addicted to porn okay the porn that they're looking up is not really arousing them and it's not really getting it's not exciting it's not exciting so they go to you know what's the next thing maybe i'll do a younger girl or maybe i'll do you know human and animal or whatever like they go for different things that will get allow them to the get pleasure. off yeah. you know so people become become addicted to porn it's not satisfying so they go to different 
it's types a, of porn. Gradual. It's gradual. keeps getting it's gradual. more like gnarly and gnarly and gnarly. And then it goes to kids, you know, yeah. where they begin to believe that, you know, seeing a young virgin virgin or, or untouched human is more pleasurable to them than seeing, you know, someone who, you know, gets done all the time. But the thing about it is that it's it has become you know gradual Mm -hmm. but it's become so fast because of the access you so so it's not only takes time but they the 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 way we live it just sped up time and just allowed us to become like that or allowed people to become like that um at a faster rate yeah you know so once yeah. once aol happened and the internet and stuff all the Remember pedophiles the door opening just, yeah like, <laughs> that was fun, dial up one friend's on <laughs> right aol yeah. but yeah so so that's how it happens and then and then you you stop getting off of like little kids you need doing more. it you need- and you need the actual physical little kid yeah. so then you go to places like thailand or you go to to things are you you search on Craigslist how to get you know a kid or whatever and you you become this perverted um, person who's seeking after pleasure and it's all because you got stuck on porn and yeah. you got you you wanted to fulfill your sexual desires over and over again and you needed more yeah. that's just like a gateway drug where yeah. it's like it, it's a gateway to heroin or whatever and yeah. and you end up and and all of this leads to destruction and all of it's perverted what's incredible so about sad. all this oh, and it, needs to, it needs to it needs to be talked about and it needs to break yeah. so like was pornography it, uh, i think leads to pedophilia is it, if, is it arizona you know, you let it yeah is it arizona now pedophiles are getting chemically castrated let me look that up i don't know yeah but i, I saw an article come out the other day where um but i i know a lot of sexual offenders are going to be released this august i know that for sure in california are you serious yeah because of covid and and the jails and stuff like that they're releasing a lot of sexual offenders who very well might be pedophiles as well and it's just it's just not cool that we live in a society where you don't talk about pedophilia but yet it's it's real and we need to start talking about the causes what that is what that looks like yeah you know well here i looked at so it's alabama oh alabama uh said alabama this looks like alabama (laughs) (laughs) oh that's good i just saw that i'm like oh shoot (laughs) yeah uh usa today alabama governor signs law mandating castration for some sex offenders wow that's i mean yeah hey man if that stops i'm good I mean, do it. I mean, I, there's to me. I think the way to address it is to to talk about it, be aware, and to realize the psychological journey um, and the sexual journey it is that they have. You know, yeah. and 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 so all that to say is that addiction leads to destruction. Addiction leads to perversion. Hmm. Addiction leads to a, a sad and sick life. You know, so oh, whatever people like Epstein, Bill yeah. Clinton. I mean, yeah, Bill Clinton. Dude, did like you see Hillary. the flight logs of the people that were on there? I mean, how much more damning evidence? And the code words: pizza, handkerchief, dude, like all hot of those dog. hot <laughs> dog. It's really sad. <laughs> dude, it's-, it's so morbid and and sad. And and you would not use code words if you did not know you were doing wrong. Correct. Correct. You know. People who use code words, it's it's all for secret. It's all for, you know, to not be found out. And yeah, so for me, I think, you know what? This is the year that people are exposing. There's there's a really good um, 
uh, documentary. It's called Out of the Shadows. Yes. Yeah. Have you watched it? I've watched that. Yeah. There's another one I'm, I'm pulling up right now. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to forward I'm, this to I'm you. I'm glad. You're Anyone here. listening, if you want some more, I'm so heavy on this Jeffrey I'm, Epstein. I'm glad that you and I are woke. <laughs> yeah. That's why I always like, I don't put up all the time, but every now and then I'll put a story on Instagram. I see. I see that. Epstein did kill himself in a hashtag, like following something. Yeah. If you go on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, it's called Fall Cabal. Okay. And there's about 10 episodes. They took off episode five mm-hmm. for whatever reason, They're because censoring. it might be so damning. Right. But right. I have a link to yeah, episode send me that. Five. Send me that. And I think I spent all day yesterday watching all these. And it's all about Pizzagate, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein, all that stuff. So it is sad and crazy. gnarly. Uh, here's yeah. my thing. All the conspiracy, you know how back in, let's say 10 years ago, mm-hmm. if you're into conspiracy theories, you're crazy. Right. And now most of them are starting to come true. They're happening. I'm like, wait. Okay, Tom DeLonge's the best one. I bring this up all the time. Remember, we were big Blink-182 Blink-182, Angels and Airwaves. Yeah, and he kind of went off on a tangent, right, mm-hmm. about alien stuff. And mm-hmm. people were writing some mean things. Like, this right. guy's crazy. Cuckoo. Da, da, da. Now, guess what? He works for the government. Exactly. Researching aliens. Right. Because the stuff he has apparently yeah. was true. So I'm like, yeah. so he wasn't that crazy. And speaking of which... Uh, the other day on the news, New York, uh, God, who was it? Uh, someone sent me a link. The New York, is it New York Post? Who's it? Yeah. New York Times? New York Times. New York, New York Times, they released an article. Our Washington Post. So the government, mm-hmm. um, it was breaking news that in the next week, they're going to release, the Pentagon is going to release files on UFOs. Yeah. Because there's certain technology, however they worded it, but they, this is what they said. All to say, yeah, they have two vehicles that are not of this earth. Yeah, I, and they're I like, know. everyone needs to know this now. Yeah, any other time in history, people would lose their mind. Right, everyone's like, oh, whatever. I'm like, you guys, you know what that means? Right, right. I mean, for these major news agencies to mm-hmm. do it, and then of but, all places, like I know people like Fox, whatever, but Fox released a video, and it's, I think it's Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. He and as Tucker Carlson's reading, he's even kind of like taken back. He's like, we're going to be covering this. This is a top story. But coronavirus is just flooding people's uh, minds and, that no one knows about right. the pedophilia, the aliens, right. all of this stuff that Dude. even God, like God and the preachers and people who are like doing good in the world, everything's getting drowned out mm-hmm. because the media wants to control what we are afraid of, what we take in, what yes. we what is our main concern. Mm-hmm. And I don't pay attention to any COVID. That's why I don't have cable I don't anymore. Like I don't like that. I don't hear the news. I don't really know what to believe with that, so I just choose to stay away from that. I know people who had COVID and who you know are fine and, and they live through it. But like you said, there are major news stories that should be major news and people are just, it's going nose. right under their nose. It's incredible. Yeah. And, the, and I've, I'm into all of those alien oh, stuff. Yeah. Like Missing 411 is a huge show that is just Did you hear about Bob Lazar? Did you yeah, see that one? Bob Lazar. Oh, I watched my that one. Gosh. And, and so, so my conclusion with aliens is like, they're definitely demonic forces. <laughs> I don't believe they're from like outer space or whatever. I believe they're from, they're demonic. And I believe that they are real, like, yeah. you know, these are real demonic things that extraterrestrial, whatever. And because there's angels and there's demons yeah. and demons could act like aliens or are 
perceive themselves to be that yeah. or whatever. So well, it's either good or bad, yeah. evil or good, God or Satan. Like that's what it comes down yeah. to. And, and and the world wants to add things. Like we're going to add aliens. We're going to add conspiracies. Mm-hmm. We're going to add. But the truth is, is that there is Satan and God and there's a battle. Yeah. And there's saint, a, a satanic movement within the celebrities mm-hmm. and powerful Dude, the people spirit cooking it's exactly oh exactly God. so it comes down to <laughs> spirituality and your faith and it all yeah. comes down to are you on the good side or are you on the bad side and yeah. that and all the subcategories like pedophilia addictions um sex trafficking uh, pornography aliens conspiracy politics like all of the subcategories all come down to the main two categories Either yeah. you believe that Jesus is the light and he's God and he's pure good and mm-hmm. he's here to, he's for you and not against you. Or you believe that, Hey, you know what? I like this dark stuff and yeah. Satan does have power and I'm just going to kind of go with the celebrities and Beyonce and everyone else. <laughs> like, well, hey, so, yeah. so hear me on this because I've always believed in UFOs mm-hmm. uh, people, UFOs, unidentified flying objects. Totally. Now the government is saying, they released some videos, right? You saw the ones they released a few months ago. Mm-hmm. It was the orb that was flipping around and yeah. the military's tracking them, right? Yeah. And I always tell people, look, they're they're saying UFOs. They're not saying aliens. Right. Yet. Right. Dare I say it, but they're saying, we don't know what this is because it's not moving within earthly parameters. Right. It's We can't do that. No yeah. human being, no human uh, capability, object, yeah. capability can do that. Right. And here's my thought. I always tell people, this, well, look, just, just hear me out for a second, okay? Because <laughs> my family thought I was nuts. But I'm like, listen. Just say the it. The universe yeah. is huge. Mm-hmm. Massive. Okay? And I always say when you're... How's the best way to put this? Don't put God in a box, is what I say. Right. So you're telling me... This is, this is playing devil advocate. So you're just telling me, you're saying that the creator of all the world, microorganisms, this beautiful earth, the waves I ride, the wind that cools us off in the morning and the evening breeze, mm-hmm. the sun that tans us, all the things that make life our heart beating. You're telling me that the person who created all this can't create something else in this massive universe? That's all I'm saying. Right. You don't know. Now, I'm not saying they're green Martians. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But we don't know. I'm just saying the possibility could be there. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, I'll repeat it. I think aliens are demons, you know, and I, I think that is just plain and simple. God, God, his mysteries are revealed to us if we search and if we ask the Holy Spirit to reveal those things to us. Oh, Mark, I want so, them to be real so bad. Look yeah, at me. They are. They're, Look at me they're in the aliens. They're, I want. They're real. They're demon <laughs> aliens. Zena Hodge. Zena Hodge. She helps me host every once in a while. She's yeah. a dear friend. Yeah. She. She's one I always talk to about because she knows. She's like, you want to be abducted? I'm like, yeah, I would love. I want to go hiking. I want something to land. Uh-huh. And I want them to be like. Hey, we're gonna take you to another universe because we just want to know about humans. Be like, bro, let's go. Take me. I'll get naked. Naked in this world I came. Naked, I'm gonna leave this universe. I don't care. Yeah, it's you know. Um, okay, so about that being abducted, um, there are people who were in the '60s and they two people did get a unsolved mysteries. Did you yeah, watch that? Unsolved oh, mysteries. I know right exactly. <laughs> I can't high five you. I know exactly. <laughs> 
So they did. They, okay, they were, they, let's she talk about saw for a the little girl and she was scared. Let's and, talk about it for a second. So when I saw it that, happened. I didn't believe in abductions until I saw that. Now I'm not saying I believe it. Now and he was running in place, bro. And then he said, somebody said, "Hold on, one more minute." Right. I'm like, wait a minute here. Before I was 50 50 on abductions. Okay. <laughs> now I'm like 80 20. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like, dude, th- dude, because you're talking about it. If, happened. if anyone has seen, yes, watch Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, I don't on know. Netflix. I don't know what episode. It was like five or six. Five. Five. It's about this abduction that happened on the East Coast, Midwest. Uh, mid. About Midwest. Yeah. And these people were abducted and saw the same ship and had the same experience, but from different cities mm-hmm. all around. No one knew each other. No, I mean, it explains it so well. It's an, it was great research. When I watched it. I'm like, dude, they left nothing for imagination. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I now I'm like, dude, I don't know, bro. Like <laughs> that, that shit was convincing as hell. I, you know, I'm I'm convinced that there are aliens, which are demons, and so it's just to me, I I think that is, um, all comes down to like Satan and and people with power oh, and control. I want. I mean, there is. Be. It is real. It's it's not. But that, not demons, bro. It's, but like what, another being, dude. Like a, there's another Earth, and they call it like fucking Plurth. Right. They live on Plurth. You know what I'm saying, it's, dude? It's a good. It's a good. I mean, I'm not afraid to go there. Right. Because I, I, I get it. I, yeah, you yeah. know, there could be other things, but I also know from my personal experience that that. There's stuff that has been revealed to me as I search the scriptures and I search no, I you. God, I you. and so it's yeah. revealed to me personally that I think that aliens just match the description of a demon, demonic forces, you know, God, spirits, ghosts, whatever, and they can, you know, be lights and they can be, you know, things like that. Like it even says, the devil comes as a as a um, as a thief in the night. No, something about story. light. He comes as oh, mass as a giver of light or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like like so, <laughs> and and all these people in the forest and stuff. Mark they Suriano, see. Uh, chapter one, <laughs> verse one. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I wrote I wrote my own my own uh, portion of the Bible. So awesome. But yeah, you know, I I'm the same way. I used to think, dude, don't come at me with aliens. They're totally fake. Yeah. But now I think, okay, I I can go there. Yeah. But I I believe that you know it is like working for the dark side. Yeah. You know, know. I don't I, think aliens are like necessarily believers in Jesus Christ. I, so for me on that on that discussion, <laughs> created, I'm always yeah. like fifty fifty on it. Yeah. I'm and like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like, okay. We'll let our uh, listeners be you know yeah. different at different because I know what the Bible says. Trust me, we we're yeah. raised in it. But I'm also because like, a third of heaven fell. Yeah. You know, a third of the angels. Yeah. They turned yeah. into weird things. They could turn into God, but Mark, alien-ish. I would love, dude. I used not to, to be like, demonic, and I get abducted, dude. And yeah, like as soon as I leave this universe, there is no time or aging. So when I come back that's 50 heaven. years from now, that's heaven. You're hold on. you're searching for heaven. Here's, here's my take on this, okay? I come back 15 years from now. Yeah, I haven't aged. I experienced a whole new universe. You guys are all old as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, shit's real. <laughs> You're ready to go? <laughs> Interview me on YouTube. <laughs> it's real. Put Dude. me on your whatever. Yeah. I told someone something crazy too. I'm like, but yeah. what if like you get abducted and, and like their male and female is different? Like the female's sexual organs are on their back. Right. And the male's is like on his hand. So he's constantly like to procreate. He's got a freaking, <laughs> he's got to slam her back with his hand. Just crazy shit. <laughs> Imagination. Imagination. I love it. Yeah. No, no, I get you. I understand that. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, I think what 
you're longing for secretly or low key, you don't even know it, is is another world and which is heaven is waiting for oh, we're us. All longing. You know, yeah. heaven is there and we're not gonna age and we're not gonna, you know, it's it's just it's a different Oh, I tell people this all the time. What do you, you think? Know? Why do you think everyone's always in search of real life? I'm yeah. in search of something that's because we're not made for this world. We're bro. not. We're not of this world. <laughs> That's you what know? I tell them. Yeah, and and it's 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 crazy because there are. I'm glad that people are questioning: Is there really aliens? You know, is there really mm-hmm. a God? Is the rapture going to happen? Is Jesus going to come back? Is you know? I'm glad people are are asking these questions and wondering and going there. Don't be afraid to research PizzaGate. You know, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to research: Are aliens real? Don't be afraid to research, you know, what has Trump done in office, you know, and like have credible sources with that. So for me, I think that we need to research and and be open because that's the only way change will happen. Listen to people. Yes, yeah. research, do yeah. talk to people like we talked about. Don't be afraid. No, man. Don't it, be afraid. I'm not afraid that you said that aliens. No, we, you, everyone, know, you should be able to agree or disagree yeah. with people and move on. It is what it yeah. is. But we got to talk. What Keep a time talking. to be alive, dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> think about it. All the stuff that's happening, and they're finally saying that yeah. UFOs and all dude, this. Dude, the articles, the articles that, that we write about today, <laughs> are. if I would have even saw them last year in 2019, like I would be like, listen to me. <laughs> That's not America. America's if, not going to write that. If when we met in 2004, <laughs> someone came up to us while we were getting like in and out, and they said, "Hey, man, just let you guys know in 2020, President Trump's going to be president, or uh, Donald Trump's going to be president. Right? They're going to try and defund the police, mm-hmm. um, and UFOs are actually going to be made real." And there's a pedophile ring that's satanic. There's a pedophile, yeah, there's a pedophile ring within the government that yeah. is, you know, having sex with little boys and girls. Right. I would look and be like, hey, man, you need to get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, that's the <laughs> weirdest. Yeah, yeah I like, would not believe it. <laughs> no, I would dude. be like, um... Yeah, I was like, are you... No. Like, what are you smoking? Maybe I can get some of that. And that's this pretty trippy. this is our current time. Gnarly. This is now. Crazy, right? Very crazy. I mean, what a t- I mean for you, though. But I I've been, kids. I've been, I've been so... Uh, blessed to actually like move like beyond that shock of this is now and now i'm in like a bliss of like i'm at peace yeah i'm okay i'm happy i'm i'm still getting income i'm still i still have my family and i love the simple things in life and my kids bring me joy and i'm chilling Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not afraid i'm not afraid of coronavirus i'm not afraid of you know pedophiles and all it's I know that I am just at peace and secure and I'm taking care of my mental health and my spiritual health and my physical health. Yeah. And that's all you can really do. You are in control of your own, you know? So what are you doing about it? 2020, bro. 2020. Well, what's another article that came out? Was it a month ago? They said uh, there's a volcano in, is it Yellowstone? That was like yeah. soon to erupt. There's Yellowstone. a lot of earthquake happening. I'm yeah, like, yeah. dude, you can't, you can't make this up, dude. Like, I, I think real the- world is way better than movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude. dude, just talk to people who we're, live in the real world. And- we're living the best sci-fi film that's ever been made. Yeah, we're totally, in it. totally. We're in it. Think about it. Like yeah. 10, 20 years from now, 
Your kids ask, hey, dad, like, what were you doing during 2020? Mm, well, <laughs> at first I was shocked. Yeah. And now I, you know, then I went to like just taking care of my own. Yeah, and, it just is what you it know, is. my faith got restored in 2020, which yeah. I'm super, our faith got yeah, restored in 2020, Absolutely. which is, we're super thankful for. We have, you know, women in our lives that love us and care for us. And we have just people that love us and our circle has gotten tighter and stronger. Mm-hmm. And I think people who are listening, if you haven't really, you know, you're just like, well, they're talking about how much their life changed in 2020 and I'm just unemployed and I'm getting fat and I'm just watching shows and I'm just not happy. It's like, do something about it. Sounds like my dog. But you know, yes. do something about it. Yeah. Change because now like use this opportunity that you're not working or you're unemployed or whatever, like use it to your advantage. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think that's my message to people is like you are in control no matter if we're in a pandemic or we're not, we're in control of how we want it to live our lives yes and we got to make the most of it and, let's go baby i love do it. it man i love do it, it. <laughs> skydive <laughs> you know jump out of planes Same. When are you gonna come skydive with me, all dude? that stuff dude i've been trying to go again no like so yeah. you got to get your license dude. well i've only jumped once you did 10, so yeah. i have to do how many oh. before you get licensed you go into this to uh AFF accelerated free fall school uh-huh you have to get 25 solos 25 uh tangent and then no 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 solos and so you're, wait, gonna, I'm confused. you're not strapped to an inst- your instructor, right? Instructor jumps out with you. Like I would say first five jumps, he's yeah. holding on to you. Okay. But you're out flying, but he'll let go, make you stabilize. Wait, each. is this just, I walk in and I want to do that. Yeah. You pay, you pay. Okay. Wow. You're in school. So you, before I thought you have to jump tangent, like couple tandem tandem. No, yeah. No, no, no. Really? Yeah. So each jump, there's an, uh, something you have to accomplish. Okay. This jump, you're going to do a right turn and a light mm. turn and a left turn. Yes. There's level one, you know, you keep going. And then once you hit like jump, I can't remember, 15 or 18. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, now you just got to go jump by yourself. Right. Get these next and jumps and you're do done. Your license, you can go kill yourself. How many? <laughs> how, <laughs> 25 Wait. bucks, dude. <laughs> Best 25 bucks oh, I ever dude, spent. No. So how many times have you jumped out of a plane? I have 130 jumps now. Whoa. Yeah. I have Which is not a lot one. compared to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Where you have a lot is when you start, I, I don't know. Yeah. Once you hit like 300, 400, whatever. Wow. Keep going, but. That's cool, man. I, I yeah, I, th- I I tell all my students all the time. I I, I share the the story of when I went skydiving, and I, I I tell them, you know, raise your hand if you want to go skydiving, and about half always raise their hand. Yeah, and then um, half of them don't, and I'm like, why? And they're like, oh, I'm afraid, I don't want to die and stuff. I'm like, it's it's a great experience, and I think. <sighs> I, I mean, how many people actually die from skydiving? I don't think a lot. Of, I don't. I mean, it's like have to else. research it. Yeah, yeah. There's people who make you exactly. got people who make stupid decisions, right? And malfunctions, right. whatever. But yeah, yeah, it's but, not as crazy as people think, right? I mean, yeah. Dude, it's definitely go skydiving. When Whoever's you go by yourself, yes. When you go by yourself, you just solo your first one, bro. That I would be so nervous. There's no. There's nothing. <laughs> I've done some drugs in my day, <laughs> and there ain't nothing that tops that, this. That's, that's nerve-wracking. Oh, there's it's a complete sensory overload. Wow. Yeah, the, the freaking light turns yellow. Get ready. They roll the door open. You spot mm. your land, and it turns green. And <laughs> I mean, but you 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 do it so much that like, you know, it's not as foreign, but it's still scary. But every time just, I jump out, I still get that rush. I love yeah, it. Now that's cool. Granted, those guys I jump with, they have. Yeah, eight hundred thousands of jumps. Yeah, it looks like nothing, but right, right. for me, it's still it's so much fun. And the people you meet, I mean, yeah. people come from all over the world to skydive in California. Yeah, 
it's no, crazy. I, I, I know. I know some people who definitely love to do it when they're in town and stuff oh, in different man. places. It's, I try to tell people, Mike, do it. Yeah. I yeah. can't explain it to you. It's something you have to experience in your life. That's cool, man. I love that, that you're a skydiver and, and that you, you're into that. And oh, that's, that's Remember so Point cool. Break? Yeah, full, I love that movie. Full Johnny Utah, dude. Love that, Surfing man. in the morning, skydiving in the love afternoon. That. Love Civil that. Civil service, serving your community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I love it. So really quick, I'm gonna, just going to like boast about Tim a little bit. So oh, you're a geez. skydiver. A little bit. All right. You have produced, right? You've done like production stuff, right? Yeah. You So actor, model type stuff. I did, yeah. And you've you've had a, a album, like a CD album or whatever. Yeah, you've was, had that. <laughs> you've, you've, uh, you've done a lot of stuff. Firefighter and, you know, have you, were you an EMT before? Or I like, was an EMT. Yeah, yeah. EMT. for a while. All of that stuff. And that's super cool that you were able to to do all of those things that some people don't even get to do one you know or 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 just stop at one yeah you know so i think i want to encourage our listeners to do all those things that you've been wanting to do make a list you know i've always wanted to write a book i wrote a book i'm working on my second one i've 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 done you know i i I love dressing up and going to weddings and stuff. So I became a wedding officiant I know, I and I officiate <laughs> weddings. I've, I've done over like 25 weddings. I remember when know? I saw that dude, I thought, of course, Mark's officiating weddings. Like I'm not he? a pastor, no, but I, I still, you know, I, I love just bringing two people together and, and unifying them and sending them off on their journey. And to me, I think that's such a beautiful thing to be a part of. And sometimes it's like, you know, our friend Cody and Kristen, yeah. we hiked, to a place in in Oregon to a waterfall and I married them there, you know, just bam, let's just do it out here in nature. Just us. So cool. Yeah. You know? So I think, I think, you know, we can live our lives and do what we want to do if we just like put our mind to it and just go for it, man. Like there's no excuses and and we got to have multiple things, not just like, you know, back in the day it was like, you know, I always wanted to be, you know, uh, engineer and I, I did it and I died doing it and that was my life yeah. now it's like we have access to so many things that you can be a teacher a skydiver a youtuber uh you know a wedding officiant you you could have multiple titles mm-hmm. and I think I, I would love for people to say like yeah I do multiple things you know yeah. and not just that one thing and and I don't know. I, I think that all comes with time and diligence and stuff, but experience, absolutely. experience, but, but definitely, you know, go for your passions. And, and I hope, you know, when I do become a full-time teacher, I do want to encourage people to like have multiple dreams because we live in a fast paced life mm-hmm. that we could, we could reach a number of our dreams, um, within our lifetime, you know? And back then, I think it was it was just like have that one thing. And I'm all about like have that one thing and be focused. Don't have all these distractions. Like, oh, yeah. I want to be a skydiver and a fireman, and and it's distracting me. And and you know, I'm I'm doing a little bit of both. No, whatever one thing you pick, focus on that. Boom, accomplish that, master that, and then choose that other one thing, and yeah. then that other one thing, and then that other one thing. Like you, you didn't just do all of it. Like oh I'm an EMT firefighter skydiver and I have a uh, album and step blah. by step no it was all in at certain times in your life when mm-hmm. you were fully dedicated to that one thing right you know and that's how you accomplish things and I think people miss that yeah. people think like I want to be famous and I want to you know have that do this and that and it's like well you have to do one thing first 
right. you know, and then accomplish that. It'll lead you to the next thing. It'll lead you to the next thing. And don't be afraid of that, you know? No. Oh, that's so. good stuff. I mean, I appreciate you saying those kind of words. But I mean, I, <laughs> You're welcome. I try to tell people that too. It's like, man, I, I before it was definitely living for success, mm-hmm. finances, things. But yeah. now I'm way more into experiences. Yeah. I want the experience and the people and well, it's hard to do that now with the pandemic. <laughs> True, that's not happening so, much. So I bef- would after before and after. I mean, after this is all over, it won't last forever. You yeah, know? But, I would say I would say and definitely live a purpose driven life. You yeah. know, shout out to that book, Rick Warren. <laughs> but definitely live a purpose driven life. You know, your purposeful experiences have shaped you now. You know, yeah. and and they have to be deliberate and. And faith is a huge factor in our lives, and and I think without faith, um, we would be dead. You know, It'd be, we would, we'd be different we, people. We'd, we'd be, we would be, we would be searching hardcore like you were. You know, yeah. like I was. You know, I was yeah. searching autism and cures and things and blah, blah blah. Now I'm just like, all right, God, I have a kid who's on the spectrum, and I'm just gonna love him and do what a parent can do. Yeah. You know, I research still and I I do my best to love him and understand his mind, but I don't consume myself like before. Yeah. That became my priority. Well, if you don't mind me asking, I mean, how did you and your wife handle that as a couple? Because that's got to be a tough pill to swallow, right? That's a great question. Yeah. So she, super easy answer. She was full force on it. She was like, all right, our kid's on the spectrum, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to research, blah, 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 blah. And just like a Mm go-getter and just dove right into it. Me, I cried like a baby. (laughs) I was crying. I was thinking, oh my gosh, is he ever going to drive? Is he ever going to learn, you know, how to speak? Is Mm -hmm. he going to be verbal? Is he going to... We found out early on Mm because we're just on it and we're parents who just like, we found out right away that something was up. But, um, so she was just like, all right, we're going to research. We're going to get him in, in um, behavioral therapy. We're going to just dive into it. I was more like, wait, like just emotional about it. And it just wrecked me and I was numb. I was shocked. I was pissed. And I just like stopped. I didn't want to tell anyone that my son was on the spectrum yeah. because I didn't want anyone's <clears throat> opinions, anyone yeah, to know. Yeah, of course. I just stopped. And I just felt like, kind of like god what did you like why 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 am i gonna have a son like this like Mm -hmm. what's your purpose in this i know you have a purpose for everything but right now i have no idea what that purpose is and it's kind of pissing me off that like you would give me this just drop it on me you know so she went the avenue of like helping him and i went the avenue of just being confused and frustrated somehow those avenues like crossed Mm. and we met at a point where she started becoming kind of emotional and a little bit like, so like it flipped, but gradually where we were able to understand. So you think it's, it's almost like a process of grieving, right? There's those, what, five phases. Yeah. But everyone hits it. Seven. Is it seven? I I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, everyone hits a different fit. Everyone handles it different, right? Totally. So that's kind of like what happened to you guys. Right. And I can't, yeah, that's gotta be tough as parents, dude. I'm still, I, I'm still emotional about it. I'm still, uh, I could cry right away about it because to me, I, I don't. Well, you want so much for your son. I want the best for my son. Yeah, you love him. Hell and yeah. when, and when someone has limitations or struggles, or he's super intelligent, like he, he has no problem with being smart. It's the like social, um, 
social aspect or like the temperament and stuff like that. So it's like little things. And most people just see him and don't even realize, you know, but, um, you know, the point is, is that I am at a place in my life now where I am able to look at autism in the face and say, Mm -hmm. all right, what's up? Yeah, let's do this. Well, it's one of those things too, you know, Again, I don't have children. I just have my dog, and it's me. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But she's sitting right there on the couch next <laughs> to us. She's always watching the podcast, <laughs> protecting us. But, you know, it's tough for you guys. Yeah. And I can see it. I know, man. Yeah. Because I just know as a man, we want the best for our daughter or our son. Yeah. Whenever I have one, you have a couple, you know. Yeah. And to know that maybe some things they might not be able to do. Struggle with. Or, or yeah, struggle mm, with or achieve is going to be different. It's right. heartbreaking. But yeah, what I love is because I know who you are as a person and your wife. Mm. You guys are going to be help, helping other parents who yeah. deal with children who have autism or they find yeah. out they have autism, you know. So I, st- I, I, try, I think about that too in my life, things that may have been difficult for me or other friends I'm going to look. You're going to get through this. You don't know why you're going through it, and it sucks now. But 10 years from now, or five years, whatever it may be, you're yeah. going to help somebody else who is going to be going through it for the first time. You and it's going it to be on. life-changing yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do as humans. you got to mm-hmm. be there for people. You know? And you have to talk about it. So I come from a very Hispanic, Mexican background where you kind of don't talk about things. Mm-hmm. And I'm breaking out of that. I want to talk about stuff and put it on the table you have to to. and i think society is moving away from that like you know don't say that or oh blah 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 like no we have to talk about things because it a it's therapeutic for us b it might help someone who's listening Mm -hmm. and that's what's so important about podcasts too Mm -hmm. you you listen to a podcast and you can feel like you can relate to those people talking. Absolutely. You can feel better. Like, oh, me too. Or That's I what think I love that about too. It. Right. So it's like, let's continue to talk and let's continue to be open because you never know whose life you might change or affect or or you you might ease the load. And that's part of that scripture of um my my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. I think I think I think people become a little bit more at ease when we share and we communicate and we share about our experiences and we talk about our experiences, whether low experiences or high experiences, good experiences or bad experiences. Mm -hmm. I think it, it it allows people to be more at ease. Yeah. Well, as I, I, yeah, another good thing I tell people, Oh, this is hard. I'm like smooth seas, never made a skilled sailor. Yeah. I mean, you're going to learn something from this and I have no doubt that you're going to, and even your son are going to impact somebody's life with your story. Thank you. I mean, there's a purpose behind it as much and as difficult as... That's what I see now with why when you say that, you know, that verse, my yoke, yoke is, is easy, mm-hmm. my burden is light. Mm-hmm. It's something you have to search out because once you snap and you kind of figure it out, mm-hmm. like for me, it took 34 years, but when it sank in after my accident, yeah. it's almost like, okay, if my speech is gone forever, I'm going to be all right. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, yeah. No matter what happens in my life, yeah. As bad as it gets or as good as it gets, I'm gonna be fine. Yeah. There's a plan, and I'm gonna grip my teeth and get through it because there's a higher purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's that hope 
that I know a lot of my friends are looking for and I was searching for for so long. Yeah. And I'm still nurturing to this day. Am I a perfect person? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I mean, no one's perfect. No, you but know? I mean, it's, it's not one even of those the celebrities that, out there. Yeah. It's, it's changing things for me. Per, just, it's this internal peace and hope that I've longed for for so long that yeah. I, you can't describe, yeah. you can't put words on it. And it changed me to a point where it's like, I don't care whether you're, a Buddhist, your homosexual, lesbian, your beliefs, whatever it is, I'm just gonna love you as a human being. Yeah. Because yeah. if you, I remember looking at it, that's how Christ was right when he was on the earth. He accepted everyone as they were. Prostitutes, Samaritans. Oh man! And all I look. So I forget all the other. <laughs> I dare I say religious jargon, but all mm. the other rules and all this other stuff. I just focus on the people I love. No matter what you do, mm-hmm. like I tell my family, I don't care what you go through, mm-hmm. whether you're in jail or. Good decisions, bad decisions. I'll be there. You kill somebody, you're gonna be put to death. But mm. you know what? I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever you go through, yeah. I'm ride or die. It's gonna happen because unconditional it changes people. Yeah. Well, now you're gonna pay the consequences for your choices. Right. But it doesn't change the fact. I love you, man. I love like, that. Like I'm gonna be here with you. I love that. And when you hurt, I'm gonna be there while you hurt. And when you're happy, I'm gonna be there while you're happy. And that's why I say I that core group of friends. That's very small. Those are the people I know. Like they're gonna be with me no matter what. Like yeah. when it hurts, they're yeah. they're not gonna say or judge me because we already know when we did something wrong. Exactly. We ain't stupid. Exactly. But they come and they just just the presence. They don't have to say a word. Mm. You know, I do it with friends all the time. My go to is like, they'll text me, oh this this. And I have another friend who's going through a divorce, and yeah. when he first told me, I was like, cool man, let's uh let's go get some pie, bring it back to my house, let's talk. Yeah. Make coffee and we just chat. Because you've been there. You 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 knew what would work for you, you know. Just like let them talk. Yeah, don't and, judge. And I think the only way you've come to that point of unconditional love and not judging and stuff is that that time when you got when you got in that accident, you reached a point of surrender. Totally. And dude. I think when I stopped in that dream, when I stopped you know, I, I chose to stop treading water and, and, you know, go with the current. I surrendered, yeah. you know, so I think I think so when you surrender, um, it takes you to that next level. Yeah, you know? so absolutely. And it teaches you things. Well, and there's but, a, f- a friend out here, Brian, Brian mm-hmm. Wessels. I had I did a podcast with him. He's we grew up together in church. He's he's gay. Mm-hmm. And I we have stayed close. I've always, always love this guy just yeah. as a brother yeah and i knew he was going through a lot when he, he you know eventually people he came out or whatever it was in his adult mm. life and he's mm. been doing that but he still believes in god yeah you know there's still things that he struggles with and does but I'll, it's like our own journey but then i know? had a friend i'm like oh yeah i podcast this guy he's gay he's like you had a homosexual i'm like well that doesn't change people <laughs> uh, or if you even need it you know what i'm saying it's that's like a, that's a label that, that doesn't do you, anything for you him. start to put on people that does not even make them who they are like yeah. there's so much to a person yeah you know there's so much to an individual and i told him that when he came i'm all dude i don't care you like a person a man or a fucking horse i just love you as a person yeah and yeah. it's not like i'm not trying to change you mm-hmm. i just want you to know that you're loved and yeah. you're supported that you're not alone because like like I a went, horse in what way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's kind of weird yeah well, I, I, but no, i've been but through that point in my life where it's like yeah you feel so alone like no one cares and you can see where people's dark thoughts start to come in they make a bad decision right you know and that's why i remember thinking i know how that feels i don't want anyone to feel that way 
I just want you to know I'm just here to be your friend, dude. That's it. Yeah. Your yeah. choice your life is your life and your choices. But and to me, I think that's really showing Christ's love and, and showing, you know, being Jesus. What would Jesus do? And he would just love people and sure he like, you know, threw over tables at times and got crazy, but he loved people ultimately and, and unconditionally. And he still loves people. And I think we need to be that example too and, and love people as well. So. I love it, dude. Good stuff, dude. Yeah. Freaking Mark Seviano Jr. Hey, <laughs> yes, Tim. you have you're writing a new book. Yes, yeah. Hit me with it. What do you got? Yeah. So, um, so I wrote a, a book like what was it now? Like five, five years five ago, years? I think. It feels F- like it's F- been ten. It feels like a long time ago. <laughs> Thanks, twenty twenty. Because twenty twenty. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically called um. So it's called Me to the Power of Three. Okay, so right. it's 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 like a kind of like a self-help book I, I guess you would say and it's it's um it's you so it's three words um let's just say like the letter a like affirmation attitude and afraid okay mm-hmm. and i talk about those three things and how it relates to your past your present and your future yeah. and i just break it down all right and so i do this practice to where i'm teaching my readers and whoever buys the book or listens to it online, um, I'm teaching them how to acknowledge the past, present, and future yeah. and choose a word that resonates with you and 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 just kind of like dissect that, you know. So, you know, achievement, afraid, and you know, anxiety or whatever. And and you talk about those things and um you relate them to your past, present, and future. Because I think that people want to forget their past and move on from their past Mm -hmm. and they don't really acknowledge the 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 lessons from your past or why you had or experienced that and then people don't really live in the present because they're always working towards something and they're just like i want to do this and i want to work towards my degree and work towards a family and blah 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 and they don't acknowledge like the now and then they are or they don't really care about the future and they're just like ah i don't care like I'll, i'll i'll just die and whatever and like they don't really like pay close attention to their future even their future as far as like eternity where they're gonna spend forever so in a nutshell my book is called me to the power of three and it just talks about you know acknowledging the past present and future with um a different word from you know a to b c d e you know i just talk about words um that mean something in my life and hopefully as the reader it will spark something in your life and you'll be like hey what are my three words for today i like you it. know you so, know what uh three like three words of encouragement for yourself yeah it could be or three words that i'm dealing with like yeah. you know today i could say but they all have to start with the same letter Okay, so, you okay. know, what I, mean? okay, For I, the got day. You. I got you. Yeah. So, you know, today could be the letter like T, you know, and you could be like, what am I doing with my time? What am I doing with um, what does my name mean? Tim, you know, what is right. that? And what is like, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, what's another T word? Uh, uh, tumultuous. Time, Tim, tumultuous, <laughs> tumultuous. And you could just Taste think, it. or what am I tasting? What am I feeding yeah. myself? You Makes know? you. It makes you, yeah, yeah. it it really like, it's a practice and I hopefully if you're listening and you are like stealing my idea, like just know that it's my, I'm I'm going to copyright this idea. So you Uh, can't. He's copywriting it tomorrow morning at (laughs) nine o'clock. So good luck. So you can't, you can't steal it, but, um, but it's acknowledging you in your life, like personally, you know, cause you, you, 
dude, three words that come up that start with the same letter, it's going to be from your thoughts, from your head, yeah. you know? So you could read about mine in the book. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully it'll like, like spark thought. Yeah. But, um, acknowledging your past, present and future, I think is something that we need to do just to show gratitude. Absolutely. You know, it's going to make us really thankful for you should our always past remember and, where you came from. Yeah. It's very important. Definitely. Very important. I, I used to hate talking about my upbringing and how I was like a, I looked like a cholo and you know, I grew up in like a small house. Those are really house. good pictures, by the way. <laughs> Those are really good pictures. I love when you Thanks, start putting man. up old the pictures old on Facebook. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've just gone through. Even your wedding, I looked, I'm like, I look like an idiot. <laughs> Big old shoulder pads in my suit. Tim was in my wedding. Yeah. So thank you for that, man. But, uh, but yeah, so that's my book. Check it out. You know, um, I'm going to hopefully publish it soon and and stuff. I'm still writing it. Yeah. Um, How far, I mean, how much more do you have left? Um, well, you know, I fluctuate with it because sometimes I'm just like, oh, you know, I need to talk more about this or I need to. So it's just like, I don't know. I wouldn't even say halfway. I would say like a third, like one fourth done or something. Well, how's that go with writing a book? I mean, do you have someone that you kind of collaborate with or you just finish it yourself and you send it off someone to edit it for you and then you exactly. Things? Yeah. Part B. Part B. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, anyone who's thinking about writing a book, I would definitely say move away from the self publishing thing. Cause my first book was self published Okay. and people just don't take you seriously. They'll be like, Oh, you published it yourself. Ha. I don't need to read yeah, this. This I is like, you. you know, writing, drawing a, a painting like, Oh, I painted it myself. Like right. people want something that's like, has some weight to it, some has backing. someone, some huh. backing to it, you know? Yeah. So, so for me, this next book, I'm going to shop around with publishing companies and see who wants to pick it up. And then hopefully you know you, they'll pick me you up. Know you, you know, you should, I should put in contact with my brother, Joel, cause he's written yes. three books. Yes. And he that went through all that really dude. cool yeah. to pitch it to them. And I would talk to him. Yeah. Um, he knows the ins and outs of that really well now. They even pat him on a book tour. Okay, cool. Yeah. They planned it all out for dude, him. Dude. Yeah. Give me his number and we'll yeah. kind of like, you his know, is more I'll, fantasy, like uh, faith based fantasy. Okay. Like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I remember when he published his first Dude, book. It's, so I had to yeah. read all his books twice because it's so in depth. Yeah, and I love that. He created this whole realm. I'm like, dude, really? You're on another level, but it's all like Christ based, like God, the, like Narnia type yeah, thing or Lord like of the Narnia, Rings. Like, like, yeah. And this is why your math teacher and I put water on fire, Joel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, that I think is so inspiring because anyone who could create a world. And create characters and elaborate on them. It's and, crazy, and, and give them personalities Cities, and history, and it's it's beautiful. So yeah. yeah, I would love to talk to him. Um, I'm also writing a children's book. Really? It's called Mr. Mark Says I Can. Very and cool. It's all about the things that you can do. And then there's a a book that I don't. I think I'm gonna sell them together. And it's another book that's called Mr. Mark Says I Can't. And it's like don't. Put, don't touch the hot stove. Mm-hmm. Don't cross the street without looking both ways. And, you know, so it's, it's a, I have a four year, no, a five year old and a three year old. And so I'm constantly reading books to them. And there's no books on telling kids like kind of what they can and cannot do. They kind of leave that up to yeah. the media or cartoons to teach them. But yeah, yeah so I want to be, you know, my students call me Mr. Mark, so I want to be able to tell them what they can do and what they can't do and how they could reach their goals and how they can't, you know, harm themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, so those are the like th- three books 
<clears throat> sorry, I'm talking so much. Those are the three books that I'm working on That's and, awesome. you know, always working, working on awesome. something, Absolutely. like I told you. As you should be. <laughs> Speaking of which, we didn't do our beer review, but you're not drinking beer. What are you drinking? You're drinking a... Um, what is this? A watermelon, kiwi, mad taste, mad tasty, pure sparkling water. Oh, I love it. What flavor so, is it? Watermelon. By mad tasty. Yeah. Pretty good. I like it. it, it There's 20 milligrams of hemp extract in there. Ooh. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, my buddy, um, who got that? friend Matt, whose brother Luke Becklin works for a bunch of these companies. Getting yeah, them out there. I like so, the packaging and yeah. it's really cool. I'm still drinking uh, Figaro Mountain IPA. Nice. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, dude, I can't thank you enough for coming on here and being open and just chat with me, dude, and talking about your books and yeah. life and pandemics and all this crazy stuff. But dude, I love ending this asking. I mean... Yeah. Where do you want to be in 10 years, man? <laughs> Honestly, truthfully, I would love to be in heaven chilling with God in 10 years. <laughs> but if that doesn't <laughs> happen, out, I know, right? If that, if, you know, I'm still here on earth, um, I would love to have some books under my belt, you know, publishing more books you will. as an author. You will, dude. Um, I would love to be, you know, either uh, some sort of form. So my goal is to become a teacher, maybe a principal, mm-hmm. you know, move up. And then a superintendent and just kind of be in the like educational, uh, you know, aspect of like leadership and that like whatever that entitles. Like if it, I, I, um, I don't know, like vote and help uh, the education system get like proper funding or whatever. Like I would love to kind of use my leadership role in that. So teachers like first base, you know, just kind of yeah. do that um, and then hopefully move up in the ranks um, and then become like a, a an author that's changing people's lives and inspiring people and teaching people um and yeah just happily married uh, levi and leah my son and daughter they'll be you know teenagers by then and that's that'll crazy. be really cool i probably won't have any kids we'll see man <laughs> <laughs> i like it though man because yeah. you know what yes teaching's first base but you're still in that area of impacting influence yes influence of young people's lives because those are big year those are very influential years in someone's life and they were for me you yeah. remember your teachers and your principal. You remember the jerk, yeah. the cool guy, the awesome principal. You know? Right, right. The, the so, teachers who you looked up to, yeah, the teachers man. who were just wacky I mean, and weird. If anything, that's a hell of a purpose. I'll tell you that right now. Because yeah. you, you Dude, have the, the, the lives of teenagers yeah. and ch- kids in your hands, man. You know, and being a substitute currently... I have managed to still impact people just being a sub, yeah. you know, and just frequently subbing their class. Oh, you're a people person, so, man. I am. On, I love dude. people. I, I love like people. Me. You I like love, meeting new people. Yeah, it's like, dude, I do. Let's go talk. Yeah, I, I love it. I, you know, I love young people. I love to inspire young people. And I always wish that like when I was young, someone would just like pour out all the information that they know, know. you know, and that, that rarely happened. But, um, I want to be the one to say to a young person, like, Hey, this is what I've been through. These are my tips. This is some advice. Be better than me. Go, yeah. you know, be like amazing, like go do more than me go, you know? And that's, that's my purpose. That's my goal, you know, just to love people and not judge them. And, um, I think I, you know, people give me energy. I yeah. love, love hanging out with people and, and just doing, even just driving here on this pandemic, you know, I, I, I wanted to make time to talk with you and catch up and, you know, like we, we do this once in a while, but we need to do it more often. <laughs> oh, I agree. Man. Oh, trust me. You'll yeah. be back. You know, I was thinking too, Yeah. before we get out of here, um, we should definitely have you and your wife on. 
Yeah. And even just talk about the autism thing, what you guys went through. Dude, that would be great. She's so knowledgeable I about mean, the be, resources out there. I feel like people need to hear some of that. The TV shows. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that's a great topic. And I think now we're ready to talk about yeah. that. Before, yeah. we were in it. We were diving straight into it. And we were shocked. And we were just researching. And we were just trying to navigate it. Mm-hmm. But Levi is so stable now and so... um you know, we understand his personality and who yeah. he is. So we, you know, we haven't mastered it. We'll never master, you know, that topic, but we've gotten familiar with it and more comfortable um, in a sense to where we're able to now share what yeah. we've gone through in our experiences. So yeah, have us back and we would love to talk about, I think it'd be awesome. Know, we'll, I'll ask Irene and oh, we'll dude, see. So we'll plan it. I think it'd yeah, be great. Cause that. I think it's it'll help a, a lot tell. of people. Absolutely, yeah. Dude. Yeah. You're, they're not alone. I mean, no. so many people have a kid with autism and, and it's, it's, it's a, it, it's, it's a draining life, <laughs> you yeah, know, but it's yeah. also a life that, um, teaches you how to not give up and teach you, teaches you how to love hard and and teaches you how to take situations and 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 turn them into situations that that work mm-hmm. you know and take mm-hmm. broken situations and absolutely it's just tough i mean we'll go into it once we talk but yeah that's that would be great i would love to do that i'll ask Irene, absolutely so. man what's your uh inst- you want people to know your instagram sure yeah yeah you guys uh like what you heard or you know want to follow me books. on hashtag on instagram. books <laughs> <laughs> uh, mr mark sees this mr and then mark m-a-r-k-s-e-e-s T-H-I-S. So that's uh, that's me. And then on in, on Twitter, I'm Mark is Chosen, M-A-R-K-I-Z-C-H-O-Z-E-N. So it. yeah, follow me, contact me, whatever. I'm open just to meeting new people. I love, I love it, dude. sharing what I can. And I'm no expert, but I come to you with compassion and understanding and I'm open. So yeah. Dude, I love it, man. <laughs> well, Mark, thanks for coming, dude. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, congrats with the podcast. And yeah, (laughs) Yeah. keep it going. I appreciate it, man. Bye, everybody. Bye.